Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. This is going to be another episode of SNTR Gaming, and we will be talking about why I think New World is not broken, despite a lot of the narrative that is circulating. We do open the video with that segment, so I'm about to do that, and we record that for another channel. It's a little bit shorter. The rest of this video is a live stream, so if you stick around for it live or watch the entire vodcast, you'll see all the discussions about it. This is an SNTR update. The new world sort of dialogue continues to shift and move toward many people saying that the game is broken. I've even had people coming in asking about the population. We will address the population concerns probably in a separate video, but I wanted to address the narrative that this game is broken and argue that it is not broken and much of what we're hearing is just sort of the hyperbole that is common amongst the more committed players if you like these short video game updates be sure to hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my content so i want to outline a handful of things in this video first the base game matters the top people always serve as a filter and anger equals commitment lastly i'll tell you to look at the numbers look at the steam charts okay so first the base game matters to to try to assert that this game is broken i think is to ignore just how much works totally fine like 95 i would say maybe 90 percent of the game works totally fine and the base game the early game or maybe even the early to mid game honestly matters the most because it's been my contention since the beginning that this game has in its sights the more mid lane players i actually think they're more important for the health and the longevity of virtually any game hardcore players tend to ravenously consume toss over their shoulder and move on to the next or demand a rhythm of content that is purely untenable so the base game matters and the base game seems totally fine from where i sit which obviously leads to the second point the top players the more hardcore players you will always serve as a filter in any game you play you're going to get to the problems the bugs the thin spots the weak spots you're going to get there first i always say that you're riding the front of the wave so you're going to crash in the shallows a lot sooner than everybody else if a game has weak or shallow or thin spots less substantive spots even buggy sections you're going to find them first that's how it is in virtually every game now this is not to excuse endgame problems or bugs or glitches or materials that are totally absent it's not to make excuses it's purely to say this is just the status quo whatever game you play is going to have bugs glitches inconsistencies or things the developers missed and you are going to be the type of player to find it first which leads to my other point anger equals commitment the fact that people are arguing and getting angry and going to reddit and forums and making videos is because they're committed they like the game and surely that means the game's doing well if you are invested and you're making posts and complaints and tracking bugs it means the game is good enough to garner not just your playtime but your emotional investment and attachment that's a sign of health okay Apathy equals disengagement. If people stop caring, if they think a game is just completely beyond repair or it's garbage or it's trash or whatever, they'll just throw it over their shoulder and never play it again. This has happened with a lot of games recently. They just don't last. The, the, the community just sort of vacates. There's nobody investing in the communication or the forums or Reddit or any of that. They become ghost towns overnight, which obviously leads to my last and probably most important point. 
Look at the numbers, okay? Just yesterday, I checked them this morning, Steam charts. Just yesterday, within 24 hours, they hit a peak of 400,000 players yet again. That started to slip into like the 390s, but weekend hit, boom peak of 400,000 players. I think there was like 300,000 people playing when I checked it. There's usually about a quarter of a million people playing this at a given time. Now, I'll address how people are misreading the population numbers in a separate video, because that's a whole other false narrative that's being trotted out. That's trotted out basically every time a game has population decrease in engagement, and we'll address that in a separate video. Hit subscribe and the bell button if you like these updates, and I'll see you in the next one. And I will see the rest of you right now in the live stream. Thank you so much for being here. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I didn't even realize Jerry's actually in the shot. I was <laughs> I was doing some stuff, and I was just going to leave him. Thank you guys so much for being here. I thought Lono's music was bagpipes for a minute. I think it's on Synthwave. Uh, hopefully it's on Synthwave. <laughs> we, we don't want it to be on bagpipes. Yo, what's good, Ginger? Good to see everybody in the chat. Hopefully you had a great weekend my kids probably had arguably the best halloween yet we we hadn't had a great halloween and last night's was amazing they uh they had an absolute blast they had an absolute blast we had some friends our neighborhood is spectacular for halloween like it's everything you want super friendly people decorations candy you know just it was great it was it was quintessential uh and they had a blast and friends of ours that we went with they are uh they're korean so they had never been able to do it like they had done i think they did the boo at the zoo or something like that in the past but they had never done like traditional trick-or-treating so we got to kind of like expose them you know to the american custom of of uh, of trick-or-treating and they loved it their kids are adorable and they get along really well with our kids so we had a we had a fantastic weekend i hope you guys had a great weekend as well um what were the kids for halloween so my daughter is obsessed with ninjas for whatever reason let me give you the zoom out my daughter is obsessed with ninjas and i don't know why but she is and she wanted to be a ninja again. She was a ninja last year for Halloween, and I was one. I was a ninja with her. This year, she was scrolling through ninja costumes, and she saw Ronin, like when Hawkeye becomes Ronin <laughs> and kills everybody. <laughs> and she fell in love with a costume. So she was Ronin. And my son, who has never played a minute of Overwatch in his life, he was a Reaper because they were scrolling through, and he saw the Reaper costume. And we got him the gun and everything. He's got like a really nice Reaper gun. It shoots like these little foam balls. It actually is better than any Nerf gun I've ever bought. Like it shoots the the, 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 the little foam balls it shoots. I mean, it they fly really, really far. And then my wife and I went as, uh, as Ant-Man and Wasp. So that was really fun. My Ant-Man... Uh, mask. It was a gr- it was a great costume, but the mask got like twisted in shipping, and it you couldn't it, if you wore it. It looked I looked like I looked like it was like Ant Man and Gumby had a baby. It was like all distorted. It didn't wear right. The, my wife's costume was stellar. Her little mask that she could wear. It was awesome. She couldn't see out of it though. <laughs> Yo, what's good, feed? I see you in the chat. I want to be a ninja growing up. She literally says, like, that's what she wants to be when she grows up. So, pictures in Discord? No, we don't share pictures of the family anymore. Not after everything that happened. I had to go back and kind of scrub all that, because, you know, people are terrible. Uh, As soon as people were able to do gold and (coughs) void ingots, the game died for me. I invested so much time 
only for exploiters to be better geared than me. I lost all interest and started Final Fantasy. That makes perfectly good sense, Joseph. I'm not going to sit here and try and convince you to continue playing because that is a very souring experience. I, 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 I don't think I can dress that up, you know? I don't think I can dress that up. I, that's 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 that really has affected the end game. You got there, and now they did, and those weak spots have been exposed, and the rest of the community is not really affected by it, which stinks, because it's not really fair, is it? That like you put in the most time, and you ended up being the fastest to be unsatisfied. <laughs> like that's really unfair. Like, but it's one of those things that. It, that is the reality. I, I've, I've been covering games for six or seven years now, and I don't know if that constant will ever go away. You know? I just don't. So, he got a little twisted when he shrunk back. For whatever reason, they made the Ant-Man costume, like, super buff, like, abnormally large pectorals. Like, it was, it was, it was a little strange. It was like, I know he's in good shape, but it was, it was, it was obscene. I looked like I had, it looked like I had, like, implants. <laughs> was good Louise uh, or Lewis I already had a great Halloween same to you hate to say it, my whole big company switched to green last night purple has gone complete garbage on my server well I hate to hear that I hate to hear that distorted I, I, I listen I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I don't have concerns about this game's longevity and, I, and, and the number one reason that I'm concerned about this game's longevity is the same concern that I had before it launched the focus and the centrality of PvP. I, it is concerning. It will, if if left unchecked, it's going to cannibalize entire servers and communities. I, I don't see a way around it. I don't. What's good, Senate? What's good, Witty? They always put fake muscles on the kids' outfits. Well, they look cool. Like, my son has a Batman costume and his Reaper costume. They get, they're kind of puffy. And it's kind of cute. Like, they look like a little superhero. And, it, and it's fine. But on mine, it was like, it was absurd. It was like they had some abs. And they had some, like, shoulder stuff. But then here was just, it was almost like they put two in instead of just one. Like, they doubled the chest ones for whatever reason and it looked it looked absurd it obviously we laughed and we had a good time but it was like if you were trying to be taken even remotely serious in a costume it would be like what is going on here now maybe if i was wearing the helmet it would have been less noticeable with like with like my normal sized head <laughs> and i actually have a fairly large head but with my normal sized head it looked silly <laughs> it looked like i was in you know those those costumes you can get the like it's like an inflatable it kind of looked like that a little bit so <clears throat> that went over his head oh I thought he was talking oh my gosh it didn't land I didn't catch it yeah 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 sorry sorry it was a short joke that was a well done short joke because I didn't even catch it <laughs> I didn't even catch it you're basically saying it was a yeah 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 it was a kid's costume I get it now so what happens when your whole faction doesn't want to do anything PvP or PvE-wise despite being the most populated faction and talking smack to our company all day out of jealousy? So I don't understand. What was the point of tension distorted? Did they just... What did they want to do? Just, like, farm materials? I, I don't know. It doesn't... I don't get it. Uh, my son was not thrilled with his costume. He didn't want to give any input on what he wanted to be, so the one we got him was too uncomfortable. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's it's hard because it is it is a 
it is a well, what am I trying to say? I wanted to say a Halloween. That doesn't make any sense. It is a holiday that really relies on a lot of intangibles. Like you need the weather to not be terrible. You need the costume to be cool and comfortable because they always ditch the masks and they always ditch the props. Like they love it at first, but then you start walking and they don't want any of it, right? Did you do a little New World cosplay for Halloween with your wife? Picking the Discord. All right, hang on a second. I got to see this. I got to see this. Let me see. Let me see. All that is, you guys are adorable. You guys are adorable. That's great. <laughs> oh, man. What's with the thing in the... Oh, you guys... Is that like a professional... You got a like professional photographer to take that? That's cool. That's great. That's great, Victor. You guys look good. Hex and, Hex and Snow are in there, too. Looking... Uh, Looking very, very, very good. Like, I'm trying to convince Hex the mustache plays. I'm like, the mustache plays, bro. <laughs> uh, one half just solo PvE all day. The other half just stand around Everfall talking smack all day or AFK. Our kids love their costumes. Snow made them all by hand except our oldest daughter. Well, now that's a talent right there. Gee, many Christmas. Just made them all. That's crazy. My mom did that growing up. My mom is a is a whiz, is a whiz with that kind of stuff. She she's made some clothes for our kids, like shirts and stuff, and you wouldn't believe it. You'd be like, "My goodness, this should be in a store for you know, like you know how expensive kids' clothes can get. It should be in like one of those stores where you would never buy it for your kid. You're like, <laughs> like Brooks Brothers for kids. You know what I'm saying? Taking my nephew out uh, to Halloween after the third house, he wanted to take the mask off. Oh yeah, yeah that. We, we basically told them and we, we, we've learned we've learned the lesson you just bring a bag for all this stuff you know you're gonna end up with a mask you're gonna end up with a prop I was really glad that my daughter was super super cool with like can you just leave the sword she has a giant sword for her, her Ronin costume and I was like you are not gonna want to have this out there I was like you want to pretend around the house sure and she was thankfully like very receptive. She's like, "Yeah, I'll leave it here" because it was it was pretty cumbersome. So, yes, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> no, yeah, I just I spent the time on the bike. Mm, ten, forty. I was forty minutes, ten miles. I'm not flexing. No, go on. Uh, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so we we've learned if you're gonna go trick or treating, you bring a bag. Because my son ditched the mask like right away. We went like two blocks, and he was like, "I want to take the mask off," and I expected that. And then our friends, their little girl, she was Elsa, and I mean, it was she was adorable. Like it was like the cutest thing I've ever seen. Like just just like little. It's she is like you would take her picture and you would put her in a magazine like for kids stuff like that's how cute she is and uh, she was wearing these Elsa shoes they kept asking her they're like are you sure you want to wear them are you sure you want to wear them and she was like yeah 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 and we got we went down our street and came back and we were getting ready to go to another section and she was like yeah I want to change my shoes <laughs> it's like you're you're not gonna be able to keep up your feet you know your feet are gonna hurt you know what I mean. 40 minutes man's really stepped up his bike game well I have been wanting to get up earlier there's some things I'm trying to do with my content and then my like my um 
just my work-life balance and my day-to-day routine and i've been wanting to get up at six instead of seven because back when i was grinding on purple that's what i was doing i mean i was up at six every day boom shower boom live you know seven or seven thirty now later once we had kind of gotten to the point where i didn't need to go live that early i started sleeping in a little bit um because you know we were we were in a really strong position and i didn't need to be that aggressive we're kind of back in that position where i kind of had to be aggressive I'm, i'm having to grind and so I was like, I woke up and couldn't fall back asleep. And I looked at the clock and it was like 5.53. And I was like, well, let's experiment. Let's see how I feel. Let's just get up at 6. Um, I think what I'm going to have to do is literally, I will only be able to drink on Fridays with Hilly. Because that's the only way I'm going to be able to consistently get up at 6. Like, I'm going to have to basically change my routine. Like, no drinks throughout the week. Only only, only on Friday with, with the Hilly man. And then uh, try to get up. And if I can do it consistently, I've got some uh, I've got some content ideas, but I'm not sure. I'll be discussing that with Creature this afternoon. We're, I'm going to try just for a week just to get up and see if I can maintain it and not like feel I'm dead dog tired. Because you can't do this and be tired. Like, it doesn't work. Like, you can't be tired and do what I do. Oh my goodness, that's adorable tattoos. Cookie Monster, holy moly, so cute. Drinking definitely makes it harder. Well, and I've definitely fallen back into, like, you know, it, it's it's hard because, like, the everything that's gone on, it's really easy to kind of lean on that. It helps you fall asleep. It helps you relax. And I don't want to do that. And plus, then it makes it hard to wake up. And then you start to get, it starts to give depreciating returns. You know what I'm saying? You got to be up at 6 a.m. to watch your show. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't have anything I like to watch that much. Haseo coming in with a membership. That's a brand new membership. Thank you so much for doing that. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. We appreciate everybody who supports the channel in all the different ways that you can. Thank you, Mama. Um, yeah, coffee. Make sure and get your coffee. It's it's Jerry approved. Oh, this is the dark roast bag. He's over here. He's actually in the camera shot. You can see him. He's like pe- he's like peeking up. See his little head. You see him. He, need, he does need a Santa hat. Oh, he was propped up on the coffee. I'll have to prop him back up. We got three different flavors. Get those coffee orders in, man. We've been shipping like crazy. You guys have been going nuts for the Frickmas blend. That's the green one down here. A lot of people get all three just to try them out, see which one they like best. Some people have taken the Madam Challenge, as I like to call it. She can't decide between the Dark Roast and the Frickmas. So you can order one of each of those. And, uh... Here, we'll, uh, we'll prop him back up. He was literally on the coffee. I did not realize that. Um, gotta get him, gotta get him just right so he's more in the shot. There we go. There's Jerry. Uh, <clears throat> clock's changed here. I forgot Lono would be earlier. Oh, did it, where did it change? Where are you? Cause we, we, we haven't, we did, we did ours already, didn't we? Or ours might be in a while. I don't even know anymore. Can we stop the whole thing? Can we stop time change? Like, I, like, I will vote for you for president <laughs> if that's your only platform. <laughs> no more time change. You got my vote. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got my vote. I got to change the shirt command. This is a Mario Kart shirt. And this one comes from the video game... Uh, collection. <clears throat> Sunday's the change. U.S. is coming. Oh, yeah. So we're the... Yeah, that's right. That's right. You guys always do it before us. And then the other one we do before you. Right? 
Isn't that how it always goes? So we're about to do fall back. I think spring forward we do before the UK, and everybody's always confused. Like, why are you starting? Why is the bit? And then the next time, you guys do it before us. I think that's how it works. Rollback change was nice before I had kids. Yeah. If you hit 60 in New World, will you get back to video game voting and game requests? That's a great question, Ratchet. So what we're trying to figure out now is how not to kill me and (laughs) how not to kill me and maintain content flow. So we really like having at least a daily sort of New World stream whether or not it's me sitting right now and just talking with you guys and our main subject is that the game is not broken and kind of batting that ball around we haven't batted around much but we've had some feedback about why people are quitting or frustrated or whatever um and then obviously we need to make space for new games like when guardians came out we should have made space for it and we didn't we ended up playing it like two days late And then obviously there's video game requests and video game voting and all of that got put on hold when New World launched and I really hope you guys are understanding of like why that happened. It was like, okay, we're going to put the pedal to the floor on this and see how it goes. I'm, you know, I am attempting to rebuild, right? I vote from Friday every day, right? Um, So we are trying to navigate that right now. What does that look like? We think that we are essentially... We're right around the corner of bringing back variety, and then it would be New World, and then it would be either a new game, video game voting, or um, a game request. We, we think we're ready to do that again. I feel really bad because I feel like we pulled the trigger on video game voting too early. I was super duper hesitant, and um, I just should have trusted my gut. It's hard to trust your gut in this industry for me now, especially because it's like I never know what's right. I never know what the right call is. And in that, in that particular one, I should trust in my gut. I was like, I think we're just too close to new game launches to do it. It'll get backseated really, really quickly. Um, and I hope you guys understand that that wasn't like intentional. We know some people upgraded so that they could take part in video game voting. Um, and we want to bring, we want to try and, you know, try and bring some of that stuff back. So I'm going to, I'm going to brainstorm, uh, with creature, you know, this afternoon, because if I can start getting up earlier, uh, and carving out a little bit more time in the morning, there's a couple of things we may be able to do. I'm not going to even say any of it out loud because then people will be like, what are you doing? Like, I'm not. But if I can start getting up earlier, we may be able to do, we may be able to shift, you know, some stuff so that I won't feel like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I need to be able to feel like I can maintain the content flow. I recorded... The next episode of the Saint Rage story over the weekend, it is the one about the Destiny community, and I'm sure it's going to probably up- irritate some people, because um, I had to use names. I recorded a video about um, how I think internet drama is a drug. That'll hit sometime this week. And then I recorded one this morning about why I am pro-therapy and continue to go. Now, that's going to touch on some things from the Saint Oda Rage story, but it's a very different video than the details of my personal life. It's more of a video that's like pro-therapy, but also sort of trying to dispel some of the bad narratives and things that are out there. My man JoJo coming in with a four spot. Thanks for the great show. Keep it up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, loving the series you've been releasing. Really good. I'll thank you. Are you able to, like, not sleep? That'd be a few extra hours. 
Dude, I told I told Creature, I said, I swear if we could just freaking clone me, we have so many channel ideas and series ideas, and we just can't do them. We literally can't do them. And they're gold. I mean, they're gold. Um, and we're trying to figure it all out. <laughs> we are trying to figure it all out. So we, uh, we appreciate you guys supporting all of the various things that we've been doing. If you're ordering coffee, if you're supporting the premieres over on SNTR Presents, um, that is something that we really, um, that is something that we really need. Uh, it's weird to say, but what we're doing to that channel, SNTR Presents, I had a call with my partner manager. I now have a YouTube partner manager, which is awesome. And he basically was like, you're going to have to really lean on the audience and ask them for help. He's like, because it's going to be a slow, slow turn. We're trying to turn the rudder on that channel. And the content that I'm putting up, if it's about the Purple Platform or YouTube or today's is recommendations if you like Squid Game. We're just trying a lot of different stuff. You know, Dave Chappelle and then some of the ones I just told you about. Um, that, I think is is going to be obviously a smattering so like sometimes you're going to be less interested sometimes you're going to be like I don't want to watch this uh but we really need the audience like if you want to see that channel and that series and and me do well uh you got to support those premieres that we're putting over there I don't talk like this about the other content that we create I generally just try to say hey here's what we're doing if you dig it dope show up here's all the ways you can support like if you dig the show that I'm doing here's all the ways to support I'm just being really transparent about that particular project taking that channel SNTR presents since it has almost 50,000 subscribers and we just need you guys to throw your weight behind it anytime we do anything over there so I'm probably going to talk like this pretty frequently about that channel because we don't really have another choice um, other than to basically just absolutely overwhelm the channel with non-gaming content. Like, that's the only way that rudder is turning and you guys will be the gas in the tank, uh, you know, to get things going. So, um, yeah. Happy November. Yeah, birthday month. Oh, it's your birthday month too, Witty? A lot of November babies. I'm the 9th. My daughter is the 10th. Um, and then I have a bunch of relatives that have birthdays in November. So even a, even a nephew. So yeah, it's a big birthday month, you know, all those Valentine's day babies, nine months out from February. SDMF with three months of membership. Thank you so much for doing that. If you guys ever want to celebrate your membership, if you're constantly renewing it and you don't see the celebration, it's usually it's usually in the super chat button. Like hit the little button with a dollar sign. If you're tuning in for new world coverage, be sure to hit subscribe. Pick my brain. I did an outline this morning about why I don't think New World is broken. We've got a narrative shifting right now that I think is completely not backed by the, the numbers, the stream, the steam charts, none of it. Double dipper there, silent warrior coming in for three months. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lono's got the big 4-0 coming up. Yeah, I turned 40 uh, this month. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, throw my weight. Suddenly my chub is useful to you. (laughs) I I wish, I wish. Um, Copium. I like how people use the word copium now instead of actually making an argument. It's, I, I like to see, I like to see the laziness. It makes my job easier. Uh, three months from Zinthos. Thank you so much. Says, good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Oh, man. Copium. I would love to see you put an articulated argument in chat about whether if you think the game is broken or dying. Like, please stretch your intellect about the population. That's my favorite new thing right now. Oh, that's my favorite false narrative. <laughs> uh, happy birthday. Thank you, Ginger. Distorted with three months. Double dipper. Keep up the great work. Thank you, my man. Dead game Omega lull. He really stretched himself. You know? He really did. That was on the top shelf of his possible responses. You know? That one took the most of his effort and energy. He's going to go need to take a nap now. You know? (laughs) Dominic with three months. So happy to be supporting you on both channels. Keep up the amazing work. We appreciate it very, 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 very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Is there a BTT equivalent for YouTube? Yeah, there is. BTTV does exist for YouTube now. So, <clears throat> Scorpio season, best season. All right. Uh, I don't know if it's dead, but the sanitized user inputs is a huge yikes. The unsanitized user inputs. What do you mean by that? Savage Shark Bite coming in with three months. Three months plus 15 on presents. My man, Vengeance coming in with a tier two. It's not just a tier one, it's a tier two. My man, Vengeance. Team Double Dip. Thank you, thank you. Dead, dead game quotes are still a thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think the game is dying at all, but I've seen some worrying stuff about the serious issues client side. There are certainly some. There are certainly some client side exploits that are concerning, especially considering so much of the game centers around PvP. Um, I was worried before this game came out that PvP would be the the, the Trojan horse. You know. Now, you hear Trojan Horse now, and you think like a virus on your computer, but the myth and the story of the Trojan Horse is that it looked amazing, and it was welcomed in, and then destroyed it from the inside out, right? Uh, UE's new video mentioned code injections. Well, there was something that people were doing where they could do something and, and shut and kick people off or something. I think that's already been fixed. I, at least I read that it had been fixed. Uh, my man ADJC coming in. Heck yeah, double dip train choo choo. My man, thank you, ADJC. Two months from uh, Moto. Had to move membership from the other channel. Would love the double dip, but I got wedding to pay for. Homie, you do not have to double dip. I totally understand. Any support is support. Thank you. <clears throat> New World's always been going up against big established MMOs, releasing expansions in November and in 2022. So it's always been about how they invite players back down the road. Yeah, the ongoing content plan is my big question mark. Our, the, the other big question mark is what the frick are you going to do with PvP because it doesn't seem to be uh, going where you want it to. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so, your favorite uh, Destiny Tier New World players have seemed to think that New World is doomed already. I feel like it's way too early for Doom and Gloom. Well... There is something that, uh, and I don't even know who you're talking about, so I can't possibly be taking a shot here. Well, I am taking a shot. I don't care. There's a there's a pretty big trend in that community, <laughs> and it's it's so disingenuous and fake at this point. It's like every game, every season, every expansion is dying. They're done. They're taking a break. They just can't play anymore. Boo hoo! Cry cry cry! And then they come back. Like the rhythm is so predictable it's it's 
it's like sunshine in San Diego. You know what I'm saying? You know what's happening. <laughs> like, did someone say double dip? Thank you, Nolan Saints, for three months. I just, I don't take almost any of them seriously anymore for a variety of reasons. <laughs> for a variety of reasons, I don't take them seriously. I don't think any of them, I think a lot of them lack integrity and character and honesty for for pretty serious reasons but then from the from the respect of content creation it's like didn't you did you didn't you do this six months ago nine months ago 12 months ago oh wait you literally do it all of the time (laughs) you do it all of the time you're a fair weather fan you use the game for money and then you you come back like you know i don't know and 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 it's not surprising it's not surprising I didn't want to get into it before the game came out, but I could have told you this was going to happen. Like, Destiny content creators were going to come play New World, they were going to burn through the content like insane, ravenous animals, and then they were going to turn around and be like, game sucks, game's dead, it's not enough content, man. I'm just going to have to take a break. I just don't think I can do this anymore. And then the next DLC will come out, or an expansion will come out, and they'll all come clamoring back. I'm back. New World's back. Oh, it's so great. And there'll be fair weather glib positivity for seven days, and then they'll do the same thing again. It's predictable. It's so predictable. It's a cliche at this point. Like, they make the video and they have to know. Everyone's like, here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> here comes the I'm done. Here comes the I'm taking a break. Here comes the I don't know. <laughs> There's just not enough content. <laughs> here comes the video. It's like the audience expects it. You know what I mean? It's like watching a rerun, you know, and I'm watching Lost with my wife, and I know what lines are coming. Like, yeah, it's like, okay, here it comes. (laughs) My buddy did that with the current season, and I warned him to slow down. Yeah. The gameplay is absolutely fine. For the vast majority of players, yes, there's bugs aplenty, but I really don't believe people are leaving because of them. No, they're not. The, the, the Steam, the Steam chart numbers, to me, show health. Like I, I, I expected it to dip again. I thought it was going to dip again because of the problems. You know, when I checked the numbers this morning, I was like, huh. I was like, <laughs> this game's pretty durable. You know what I mean? Uh. Mm. You have said that mid laners are the target audience, says Arch Enigma. Do you think it is important for those players to hit the end game eventually? And from what you have seen, do you think that will be feasible? I don't think they have to hit the end game. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I don't think they have to hit the end game. I, I'm going to keep making comparisons to Destiny. It's hard not to. Look at Destiny, man. That game is not kept afloat by the people who raid <laughs> and solo dungeons. It's not. It's not kept alive by them. Not by a long shot. You could press a button and Thanos snap all those people out of existence right now and Destiny would be just fine. <laughs> it would be just fine. They're they're not the ones carrying the game. <laughs> I... <laughs> They're not needed. Like, I don't think 
And and uh, this is this is the great illusion. If, if if I'm telling you, if a game can pull this trick off, then they're they're going to be good. And this is why I think New World's not going anywhere for a while. If if it's always out there as like a thing they could do someday, it actually works better than if they were to actually get there. Does that make sense? I actually think I actually think the eternal content treadmill it functions and works and is far more enjoyable for the majority of the player base if they never actually get to live in or or, or dive into the the end game activities. I say the end game in New World starts at level one, so I've been in the end game since day one. If it, it, I think what Ginger's saying, I would say another way. The end game is what you make it. Like if they just love to level or chop trees or figure out the trade market or it doesn't matter. The fact that Distorted is on a server of people that are spending most of their time playing PvE solo and they don't want to help the faction. I told you, I said, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of people that that don't want to do that. They're not going to want to play PvP. They're not going to want to, you know, worry about DPS. They're just going to want to run around and do stuff. Like it's and this game nails it. It's oddly addictive. I've said this about Destiny and I started saying this about New World. They make the mundane and the repetitious super satisfying and when you do that you will keep people playing they will not stop they will come back week after week and just chop trees down and hit rocks and hunt wolves it's just a matter and and ginger touched on this a little bit ago the ongoing content plan if they can nail that then they're fine they've nailed the hardest part do you understand that right They've nailed the hardest part. Any game company worth their weight in salt is going to be able to come up with an ongoing content plan. We'll do this every three months, or we'll do this every four months, or whatever the frick. Like, I, I know companies can come up with ongoing content plans. Can you come up with an addictive loop? Can you do that? If you can do that, then you have jumped through a ring of fire. Like, that is extremely hard to do it's so difficult because there's so many examples oh my gosh there's so many examples of games that fail at this outriders i think failed miserably at this it was not enjoyable to play outriders for long periods of time i lose track of time running a mining route i'm like running a mining route and getting rocks and trees and i'm like oh my gosh we're late like oops like we're going over I never lost track of time in Outriders. I was like, my gosh, when's this going to be over? The freaking sound design's terrible. It doesn't feel good to move around in the world. Like, it just doesn't... Ugh. Now, Legendary Farming was really enjoyable in Outriders, but that was short-lived. And that's not... A game can't live off of one particular type of farm. This weekend consisted of me chopping down trees on one screen and playing Trials on the other. <laughs> okay, okay. Two times a month day. Right, right, right. This guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. The normies who don't take the game too seriously and stay in the mid-game keep games alive. That's right. That's right. I'm telling you. 
facts. They nailed the hardest part, but ongoing is what we're watching and waiting for. That's exactly right. So, like, the point that I'm trying to make here is they did the hardest part, but the only way that it that it's going to go anywhere is it needs... Think of it. Think of it in this realm. Think of this as the analogy. The hardest part is they built an engine that can take the car all the way across the country for a cross-country trip. Like it's a good engine. Okay, they built something that can that can run and get there. The question now is, can you put tires on the vehicle to keep it going? Right? Can you can can you put tires on the vehicle, or is it gonna flat? Is it gonna get a flat halfway? And just run off the road. You've you've if you if you can't keep it going, it doesn't matter how pristine the engine is. I guess a better analogy would be gas. It doesn't matter how pristine this engine is. It doesn't matter how satisfying it is to chop a tree down. What are we doing in four months? What are we doing? Now, a, a large portion of the player base will probably still be chopping trees and fishing. <laughs> in December like we're going to be heading to Christmas and I think the player base numbers will probably be fine I don't think they'll be as strong as they are now if we don't get any content plan or content deliverable before the new year I think heading into Christmas there will still be tons of people playing but I don't think we'll be hitting the numbers we're hitting now I don't think you'll be hitting quarter of a million concurrence I don't think you'll be hitting 400,000 player peaks I think those numbers will probably chop in half heading to Christmas I think that's just a natural player disengagement trajectory. Final Fantasy is going to play a role here, okay? It's going to. So, if they're smart, they won't do anything until after the new year, I think. I don't think you want to do anything until after the new year. You're not going to compete with Final Fantasy, so let Final Fantasy run its course. Let it run its course. That'll take the... The people that you lose to Final Fantasy, you know, you may be able to bring them back after two or three months. You're not going to bring them back after a week or two. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to wait. New World's gonna have to really time their content plan strategically. And I don't mean to say that like Final Fantasy is a threat to New World. I mean it. It. You know, you're gonna have player disengagement, and some of it's gonna be related to to, to, to Final Fantasy. Yeah, I'm on Eden. All my information's up there about where I am. Yo, what's good, Insanity? Can't wait for Endwalker. Yeah, Endwalker is going to play a factor here. I don't think it's avoidable. I don't. I don't think it's avoidable. I think that a, a, a game this size has a lot of people in it that will take a break for Endwalker. That doesn't mean they're done with New World for forever. Not not by a long shot, right? There's no running its course for Final Fantasy. The game has content for days. Well, when I say running its course, I don't mean to indicate that like Final Fantasy you're going to be like I'm done (laughs) one does not simply finish an MMO okay but what I mean is it'll run its course people will be more likely to take a break from Final Fantasy after a couple of months oh New World's got something new going on let me go check it out that doesn't mean that you're done with Final Fantasy or that you completed everything but it's run its course it's like okay I'm at a place where I could take a break you know You know, take a break. We go check out what New World's doing. So if if Amazon's got got the right strategy, I don't think they're going to do anything until after January, or maybe in January. I don't know. 
The next purple craze, people sitting in a kayak in a wade wading pool, fishing in New World. Oh my. Are that is that a thing? I don't know if a lot of Final Fantasy players even cross over to New World. I don't know if it's going to be a giant measurable amount, Paul, but I bet you there's a lot of them. I don't know if you're going to feel it, though, because they're dispersed all across the game and in different servers. There could be entire companies that just go derelict, though. You know what I'm saying? There could be big Final Fantasy groups that are like, all right, peace, you know, and then their territories are just going to get taken over, which is fine. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's something that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Funny you say take a break. The producer recommends it. I think any game developer or community manager, producer, director, whatever, if they have, if they have any sense in their head, they will tell people it's okay to take breaks. Like, <laughs> Sorcerer of Havoc was six months of subs and a gaming tier two. Thank you so much. Morning all. Double dip club here. My man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, there are a variety of ways to support the show. If you're enjoying yourself, it's super easy to support by clicking the like button and then hit subscribe and the bell button. I don't really hammer away at that as much as I used to, and the likes have been kind of lacking. So go through that ritual when you get here. If you enjoy this show on the daily, get here, smash like, make sure your bell button's set to all so you don't miss any of the content that we do and consider becoming a paid member with the join button or the join command in chat. Zubair coming in with nine months of membership at a tier two. Oh, right. It's a new month. Thank you. Appreciate you very much, sir. Appreciate everybody that keeps the membership, whether it's here over on Presents. We greatly appreciate that. We would love to see the membership here spike up a bit, um, but I understand a lot of you are already a member on Presents, so that's totally fine. The Final Fantasy devs say that they want the players to take breaks. The devs said recently that they look forward to trying New World for inspiration themselves. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's just good, healthy competition right there. Say take a break and mean it. I think some companies say that, but then they use FOMO to try to get people to stay. What color is the joystick at 12 months? I think it goes to the, the official green color that we use in the official logo. I wish I would have been okay taking a break uh, when I played ESO. I mean, I found... I don't know. Near the end, I found it very easy to take breaks from... Um, from from Destiny. I, like, I don't know. It, some of that was burnout. Some of that was... The, the way they kept things going was really thin. Like, I, the, the holiday events just weren't... They just weren't doing it for me anymore. You know what I mean? They're like... Here's something pretty. And then it's like, okay, what do I have to do? A thousand very specific bounties. And I was like, I'm out. You know? I don't know why people keep calling New World a casual MMO. It's an MMO with a high, with just as high of a ceiling, but it's just much more accessible, allowing casuals to play. It doesn't make the game casual at the high end. Right. Well, and Harry, I wonder if when people say it's a casual MMO, if they're saying essentially what you just said. It's an MMO that you can play casually. It's an MMO that you can play... Um, it's an MMO, like you said, that's more accessible. I There probably are really hardcore MMO guys that look at New World like, uh, like they look down on it. They're either ignorant or tribalistic or brand loyal to something else, right? I, You know what I'm saying? New World is plain rubbish. What makes it rubbish? What about it? Have you played it? What about it don't you like? It's not for everybody. I'm not going to try to convince you that that you would like it, but I don't know if it's plain rubbish. (laughs) 
Um, it's essentially easy to take breaks from Destiny right now. The game just isn't the same. Like a soulless husk at this point. I don't know. I checked those player base numbers, man. Their main... Uh, PVE is doing something right. I miss... I obviously miss it. And, you know, I have no problem bloodying my knuckles on that company if I feel like it's appropriate. But, uh... I don't know, man. <laughs> They're, they, they must be getting something right. <laughs> On the PVE side of things, I I don't know. <laughs> Those numbers are looking pretty good. <clears throat> uh, and Guild Wars Two is much much better. Well, I mean, Carlo, I'm not gonna reject your feedback, but I am gonna say it has a bent. It has a lean. I think anytime you play a game like New World, coming from another similar game, there there are potential mental barriers for you to enjoy new world right so like if you think guild wars 2 is better or it's good or it's the quintessential mmo that's going to make it tough i would think that's going to make it tough for you to enjoy new world hey we got our first coffee order of the day a bag of the frickmas blend to blueberry puffin puffins are such cool birds we saw one um what in the world is this e my voicemail is literally hello. They just said hello. <laughs> hello! And then they hung up. is <laughs> uh. <clears throat> a shell of a game at this point. I don't, know, I don't know. People keep playing for the same reason as me. I play all the time because I feel like I need to, not want to. I've never played Destiny less than I do now. And I've seen a lot of people. I don't know. I... <sighs> It's the most buggy broken game I've played in a long time, says Backwoods Biscuit, but I love it. They do so much right that I can cast the flaws aside, at least. Oh, New World? Yeah. I'm kind of the same, you know? Um, I don't get how, really. Maybe just the burnout talking. PvE, the story is neat, uh, but it's the same thing we've had the last three seasons, and the new activities to me is boring. Well, I mean, they're playing phone tag. (laughs) I have to call them back and leave them a voicemail now. Hello. (laughs) Got you back. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Uh, Guild Wars has a few years ahead, and then it came out. It was much, much worse than New World, says Fat J. Right. I think that's the thing that people forget sometimes. Like, do you know how, what did it, how long did it take Diablo 3 to get to a good place? What, like 11 years? <laughs> like, it took them literally a decade to get the content loop right in Diablo 3. So, uh, what did Guild Wars 2 look like when it came out? Was it, was it, was it polished and amazing? You know? Or was it a, was it a limping ugly horse? Like, which, which was it? <laughs> You know what I mean? We should be in the midst of an expansion. Of course, people are bored. Yeah, I mean, content timing has got to be one of the reasons people are feeling bored. You know what I mean? I'll check out New World in three years then. (laughs) That's right. Carlo, put a reminder in your phone. (laughs) Put a reminder in your phone, Carlo. Like, very slowly, like an old man. Be like, all right, check on New World in uh, three years. Should be a banger by then. (laughs) 
should be a banger by then. Someone on Twitter, Twitter, I said Twitter. Someone, someone on Twitter described Destiny as an abusive partner. You don't want to keep going back, but you feel you have to. You can't leave. I don't like that analogy because that's not funny. I don't. That we shouldn't. I don't know. We shouldn't like light of abusive relationships. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that one always makes me uncomfortable like it hits too close to home like I know people that are in therapy and have been in abusive relationships I don't I don't know <laughs> I don't like that comparison it's it's more like I, I don't even know what the, I don't even know a better analogy other than to say you know it's it's like a crappy job that you feel you can't leave I think is a better one <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's like a crappy job you know to that you're like well I'm stuck with this job <laughs> uh, the analogy's in poor taste but I agree with it describes how I feel about destiny well sunk cost fallacy there's definitely some sunk cost fallacy in the DNA of the destiny community because they're like well I gotta keep playing <laughs> you know I gotta keep playing cause it's you know I've played all these years you know that's, that's definitely a thing I will 100% leave a crappy job. What I mean, one that you couldn't leave, right? Um, <laughs> domestic violence isn't a, isn't great comedy material. I mean, I know some of my commentary recently on humor and joking. It's it's hard sometimes to square. Like, are you trying to be funny though? Right? Are you telling a joke? <laughs> Or are you just being crass? Like, I think there's a difference. You're making a comparison. You know? You're not a stand-up comic. It's 100% like having a narcissistic father. <laughs> hey, I'm narcissistic and I'm a dad. What's that supposed to mean? <sighs> I'm in an abusive relationship with SNTR Gaming. I don't want to be here. But I need to say dead game and copium in chat. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> you are an actual idiot. Oh, man. That's what made me uninstall D2. The time put in always tricked me into putting more time in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's good. See, I love I love, uh, um, I love a good troll. You know what I'm saying? Like... That you're just being a good troll. There are so few good trolls left in the world. You know, most of them are just idiots. You know what I mean? They're not. Even, they're not. They're not good at trolling. <laughs> they're bad at trolling. Playing No Man's Sky, Final Fantasy XIV, Sea of Thieves, and seeing how their games were made to scale makes me look at Destiny and see their foundation as a Frankenstein. You're not a real narcissist. Real narcissists are incapable of empathy. You're just a self-absorbed nerd. (laughs) Uh, I'll take it. If you're playing Destiny because you feel you have to or you can't leave, then that's even more reason to stop. After I stopped playing, I realized it was the best decision I ever made about the game. Well, here's the thing that I... I, I've never encouraged people to not play that game. I had a lot of reasons to be like, burn that game to the ground. But like, I, you know, I, I uh, um, hey, somebody else ordered some coffee, bag of Frickmas to snab a rat. We like to see three orders of coffee a day. We've already got two. Who's going to be the third order? Huh? What's good, Jared Tall? How are you, my man? Did you tune into the Eden drama within the syndicate around taxes and the Monarch Bluffs? No, homie. I don't pay any attention to any of that crap. I just... <laughs> 
I just run around and do stuff in the game. I am totally that guy. <laughs> I am totally that guy now. Like, I don't even care about hitting 60. You know what I mean? Like, I want to get to I want to get to 55 and 60 to do the next three dungeons. I really, really do. Um, but I don't know. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force it or break my back. You know what I mean? Makes me think the game wasn't uh wasn't your problem, TBH. Makes me think the game wasn't your problem. Oh right, right. Once you quit Destiny, you realize how genuinely bad a lot of the game is. Quite shy girl says agreed. I mean, I am willing to take what you guys are saying and what Eugene is saying and craft theory, right? I'm 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 willing to craft theory. Imagine you live in a small town. And there's one pizza joint. One. And that's it. And you go there. And you get to know the owner. And you get to know the wait staff. And it's not that great. It gets the job done, but it's not that great. But it's the only pizza shop in town. So you develop a weird affinity for this pizza shop. And then eventually other pizza shops come to town. And you don't really like them because they don't quite taste the way that this pizza shop tastes. It's not that this pizza shop is necessarily better, but it has sort of formed your palate. You have a hard time enjoying other pizza brands, okay? The main reason you like it is not necessarily because you're a genuine fan of it, but because it was all there was, and now it's kind of yours. I think for some people... That's their relationship with Destiny. It was like the only game that you could play like that on console. And you developed this weird affinity for it and you compared every other game to it and other games don't. To be clear here, let's imagine that this local pizza joint has like a secret sauce that just tastes really good. The rest of the pizza take it or leave it, okay? But there's some kind of a secret sauce. The sauce just tastes a certain way. So every other time you taste pizza, it doesn't quite taste... It doesn't quite taste like that secret sauce. Okay? doesn't quite taste right. There is a secret sauce in Destiny. It feels a certain way. The shooting, the mechanics, the movement. So every time you go to some other game, it doesn't quite taste right. But you don't like Destiny from its head to its toe. It's all there was back then when you kind of formed your your palate around it. That is why so many people struggle to quit the game and yet really don't like it at its core. That's my theory. That's my theory. The game was born at a time where it competed with virtually nothing. <laughs> and so they got away with a lot of junk (laughs) you know and now their strange dry crust not that impressive pizza is just it's the pizza that you like because of that secret sauce that's it and honestly why do you think so many people are saying it wasn't until I played a bunch of other games that I realized how bad Destiny was? You played a bunch of other games and then you realize that like you didn't actually like Destiny that much to begin with is what you realized. That's it. 
if you take enough time and you eat enough different foods, you suddenly realize maybe you're not a big fan of this of this pizza joint. You know, maybe it's not really your favorite place. <laughs> uh, I know how bad it is, but I keep playing because the gunplay and movement is one of a kind. Right. I still like it, but it ruined Borderlands Three for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm a top 1% in playtime and I probably play maybe 8 months out of the year yeah you, you get in and get out you get in and get out So that's my theory on that game you know that's my theory on that game but it's one of the reasons I think New World has promise and potential because New World does something that Destiny nailed in spades they make the core gameplay just feel and sound good you want to be playing you know the only thing in Destiny that's good once you step away is the art and sound and a couple of the raids the rest is hot garbage but you play it because it could be worse you could be in Gambit (laughs) I mean Harry you've played a lot of shooters I mean I think you're gliding over the biggest and most addictive aspects of that game I think the shooting is why it just is so popular it just feels good to shoot a gun in that game no other game feels like that game dude nothing it's like if you've ever driven a stick shift there's always one car that just feels right it just it it shifts the clutch is the right length everything is right with that car and every other car you drive stick doesn't quite feel like that one everybody has a car that they think feels the best for stick shift for me, it was my Honda Civic. Anytime I got in another car, and if the if the clutch was shorter, longer, or different, I didn't like it. It didn't feel right. But boy, my Civic, that was home, baby. I knew, I knew. I, I you wouldn't even feel the gear change. I could downshift if I wanted to. Like that car was mine. Like no other car felt that good, stick shift wise. Right? Like you get in a fully automatic car. Like who gives a frick? But. Stick shift. Those pe- people that drive stick shift know what I'm talking about. Like, there is a certain feel to the car that you think is the best. Those old Honda gearboxes were amazing. It just had such a great feel. The clutch was just the right length. Just the right length. So it was easy to go half up on a hill. Oh, I loved it. I loved that car. Once I figured out half up on a hill so you don't, like, slide back into the car behind you, which is terrifying the first time you have to do it. Um, you, like, rev the engine and look like an idiot. Um, man, the first time I figured that out, I felt great. I have to agree with you on the stick shift thing. That's the thing about Destiny. Like, I just feel so good. You know what I mean? I can't take it seriously when I shoot someone right in the knee and hit a headshot. Well, okay, yeah, I mean, you're, you're coming from Valorant. You want bullets to be on a wire, and I understand why, competitively, why you would feel that way. Uh, you, you know where the lion's share of the player base lands. The guns feel amazing in PvE. They just feel so good in PvE. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's the thing I think, that's probably the thing I miss the most about that game is just running around shooting stuff, you know? I remember playing with my son. The last time I played that game before getting banned, my son and I were doing, um, we were doing Lost Sectors on the Cosmodrome. And it just felt good. I just liked watching the gunplay on my TV. It just looked great. Like, he was shooting the shadow price and like shooting you know bad guys because he liked the shadow price because he could just hold the button down so and and i and i think new world has some of that secret sauce i do i think new world has a a very very good feeling and sounding gameplay loop 
This is why I don't think the game is broken. I don't think the game is in any danger whatsoever. I think they have a very, very strong core audience. I think the mid laners are here. Um, the mid laners are here and they're enjoying themselves. You know, I think that they're. What the frick is that? Did you just pound mentioned me? How'd you do that? Is that how you mention people now? Test. Is the combat satisfying? I actually think the combat is satisfying um, once you embrace the fact that you can't animation cancel. Animation cancel is like the one thing that people would want to see because they want it to feel more action adventure, but animation cancel would ruin a lot of the aspects. Um, so it looks like they made, maybe they made mentioning easier. You can just use a pound sign to mention people instead of an at symbol. I wonder why they would do that. Did they literally just roll that out? You don't have to hit at now in YouTube chat. Can you, what can you click on somebody? Uh, pin, report, remove, put user in timeout, hide them on this channel, add moderator. It's picking up the name, not the pound. It's picking up the name, not the pound? I don't understand. <clears throat> There's quite a few animation cancels in the game, some with the hatchet and a lot with the rapier. Well, but it's not intrinsic is what I mean, Harry. It's not intrinsic. That highlighted? Okay, cool. Um, Oh, wait, how'd you do that, Barrier did it and there's no pound. It's just my name. It's just SNTR Gaming. How'd you do that, Barrier? Testing Woody Wabbit. Yeah, like, because when Creature first did it, I saw a pound. I did pound, I did pound, then I did Creature's name, then I hit tab, and it put the, it put the pound. Nothing new on mobile, I can, as far as I can tell. I see it all the time when y'all are talking about Barriers. Oh, wait, if you just spell the person's name, does it highlight for them? I had a bug yesterday in New World that would only let me use my abilities for my weapons. It was absolutely infuriating. You see your name highlighted always. Huh. It just picks up the username if you type it exactly. That's pretty cool. King Salty says, The more I play, the more I get irritated with weapon swap delays. I love the bow, but switching off of a bow to anything else is aggravating because it takes so long. Your guy just sits there. Do you know what they need to do, Salty? They don't even need to give you the ability to swap instantaneously. I understand why they can't do that. It makes perfect sense why they can't do that. Okay? But, let me button cue it. You know what I'm saying? I get out my staff and I go... Heal ability, heal ability, heal ability. And while that's happening, I should be able to, once I'm done doing my healing abilities, I should be able to press one to get my spear out. And you don't got to get the spear out right away, but he needs to get the spear out. Because what ends up happening is I start trying to attack, and instead of attacking with the spear, I've not swapped weapons. Even though I press the one button, nothing happens. It doesn't even need to be faster. or It would feel smoother, Salty, if you could cue it. Because right now you're probably doing the same thing I'm doing, and then you go to attack and you haven't swapped. And you're like, frick, and then you gotta wait. We just need to be able to cue it. 
I, I don't need it to be right away. I understand the reasoning and the logic. You do not let need to let me do it right away. I get it. I totally understand. If you swap and then use a skill, it feels smooth. Yeah, but again, you 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 if you can't queue it, like I don't know. I just need to be able to queue it so that I'm sitting there waiting and doing my primary attack and there can there can be a cooldown. It's totally fine. Ability 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 swap and you go ability 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 and then you swap and then you would start attacking with it. Highlighting's always been there. I didn't know that it always highlighted like that. <clears throat> I never owned a gaming PC. Can every computer set a macro or is that a program you have to buy? It's usually I think you can do it in Windows, but it's still it's still third party software running. You not not some games don't let you don't want you to macro. Y'all need to upvote the posts on the forums for item queuing. New World's my first MMO. I still don't completely know what I'm doing, but I love it. That right there is it. That's the sentence. <laughs> like that's your headline. Why is New World so good? Well, because Aaron Crabtree says he doesn't even completely know what he's doing and he loves it. That is exactly what I was talking about just a little bit ago. That's exactly it. The core content is so enjoyable that he doesn't, he doesn't care. He's like, I don't, I don't know what the frick's going on. I, I, I kind of know what I'm doing. I'm having a good time. <laughs> That's who New World's at. That's right. Some keyboards have built-in macro recording. Yeah, that too. You can yeah, you can get keyboards to do it. That is also true. Typically the keyboard and mouse software you buy, if they're gaming oriented, they'll support macroing. Some game pads. Yeah, yeah. But some games will 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 they'll uh they'll, they don't want you to do it. It depends on how you do it. Um if if you're if you're literally just trying to do it so that it happens on its own, then you're probably fine. But if you do it to where it, it makes things unnatural or too fast, you might trigger an alarm and they'll be like, You're you're doing something you shouldn't do. <coughs> you basically described me playing any game. I was so pleasantly surprised by the game that Hilly and I played on Friday night. Escape Room Simulator is actually a really good game. I mean, I mean it. That's a, it's a really good game. It looks good. It, it's satisfying to play and solve. It, I that was fun, man. I really enjoyed it. I wonder, I wonder if we, you know, if we went in fresh, no, no inebriation, could we do the one that we ended on? Because the one we ended on, I was so confused. I was like, what the frick is happening? I was so confused, like, I don't know what's happening, bro. I'm like, I'm like drunk man breathing. I'm like, like my mouth's hanging open. I'm just like staring at stuff. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing, bro. I'm holding the penguin. <laughs> Did my coffee order go through? Hey, two more orders came through. That's what we love to see. Somebody's taking the Madam Challenge. A Frickmas... A Frickmas blend and a dark roast to my man Vengeance. And then we got five, five bags of Frickmas to J-Christ. J-Christ, do you like it that much? People are really digging the Frickmas. This man just ordered five bags. (laughs) 
Sober you could. At that point, I don't think you had vision. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> it's hard to be clever. It's hard to be clever. <laughs> it's hard to be clever when you can't feel your face. <laughs> that is... That is such a sentence. That is such a sentence. It's hard to be clever when you can't feel your face. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Oh, I was checked out on that room. I slumped. I was glad we started figuring some of it out on our own. That felt good. You guys had to help us a few times. <laughs> We brute forced that one thing open, and people were like, Lono, you could open the caskets. I was like, oh. <laughs> we just brute forced our way through it. Oh, Lono become a millionaire off coffee orders. <laughs> I tuned in late. Lono just seemed out of it. His face was like, it was hanging on. I was, yeah, I was gone. I was gone, dude. <laughs> I was gone. Oh, man. You guys got me those IPAs, and so there's a, the, the tipping point so much faster because IPAs are heavy, man. I have two, and I'm like, I'm loopy, and that by the end of my third, we're in bad shape. <laughs> I need to start intermixing some non-IPAs <laughs> so we can get a little bit further. We <laughs> drink so much. Oh, that's right. That's right. I had an extra one because I had I had an extra one that night. I usually only do four. I do four. It's a good. It's just the perfect amount, right? It's like right at the end. I'm like good. I'm like I'm out. I'm gonna go lay down and go to sleep, and then I'm I'm good the next day. I wake up, breakfast with the kids. I'm fine. Yeah, you guys pushed me to an extra one. I was I was hurt. I was hurting. I actually felt fine the next day. I thought I was gonna be in. I thought I was gonna be in rough shape. We we're playing. I was playing the new Mario Party with my kids this weekend. Mario Party Superstars. It's actually really good, but they didn't put enough characters in it. I don't know why they don't just put every single character in. My daughter was always disappointed because she loves Diddy Kong. So, <clears throat> y'all, y'all, uh, y'all, kid. But one day we're going to be telling the story of how a coffee empire began as a gaming stream. <laughs> Three, what a lightweight. No, I do four. I do four, and they push me to five, and they're all IPAs. Eugene, they're like. Eight nines and tens on the ABV. That's basically like two. Every every one is basically a two. That's like throwing back two PBRs. That's a lot, bro. <laughs> Got that for my daughter's birthday. It's really really good. I like the jungle, the 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 island one at the beginning. The course is where the girl with the star moves. It doesn't. They don't play right. They don't. It's like one person gets the star and then everything else. It's total luck and chaos. On the island one, she stays in the same spot unless someone lands on the activity spot. And I really, really like that. I really like that. It made it a lot more enjoyable for me and the kiddos to play. And I've taught them well. If my wife is not playing with us, they know we just beat the snot out of the computer player. (laughs) Anytime we're stealing coins, they're like, yeah, get him, get Wario. Uh, what did Jaker say? I would have ordered six if the site would have let me. Shipping over five gets out of control. It, d- yeah, J. Christ, it does. It really does. It's shipping is 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 bonkers enough as it is without going up into into high quantity orders. Um, you know. 
<clears throat> Remember, he's pouring those drinks into a child-sized body. <laughs> a child-sized body. How do we not have 200 likes? What is going on? We, we've had great viewership today. Come on, homies. Smash the like button. We have... I don't know what's happening with that. People are... Uh, you guys are rebelling. You're showing up and watching and listening, but you're like, uh-uh, we're not pressing the like button, Lono. We're done pushing that for you. It's the only metric that's been surprisingly out of whack recently. I'm like, man, the numbers, viewers, numbers look great. And then I look at the likes, I'm like, what's happening? <clears throat> All right, see you, Witty. Whew. Blame the app. Is the app doing something funky with likes, Eugene? Or are you not liking because of the app? <laughs> uh, after five bags, just order the whole pallet. That's right. It's not convenient. Mobile chat blocks likes. Well, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Why does it do that? So your most engaged people can't press like without leaving the chat? Oh, there's a trailer, an official trailer for Book of Boba Fett. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You have to close chat to to use likes on the mobile. Okay, so I was watching one of my VODs, and it put the live chat transparent over the video, like over here, okay? And And I closed it, and now I can't get it back. Now it just slides everything over. I don't know. They need to adjust that. Closing closing chat to go press like. You know what I'm saying? How many people are engaged in chat, have chat pulled up, just to maybe even see what's being said. They're not even typing. And if they want to press the like button, they have to leave. They got to they gotta streamline so much about the live environment. Holy frick. I'm like really excited. I saw Fwiz's video. I saw the, the blog. All the things they're talking about. I'm like, this is all, this all sounds great. You know, you want to make live discoverability better. Uh, monetization of live streams better. Gifted memberships. The, the most disappointing thing is they're saying it's all landing next year. I'm like, what the, what the frick were you doing this year? Like... <laughs> I guess hopefully getting ready for a big rollout, I guess. All this stuff was supposed to be coming in this year, and it just didn't happen. We got clips, and uh, you can celebrate memberships or do long-term ones. Like, you can pay for six months in advance. We didn't get much. We did not get much this year. It was light. The like button should be here. Yeah, just put it at the top of the live chat bar. Seriously. When you click the stream, it goes straight to chat also. <laughs> Camera looks gray. Gr- I I look gray. Next year is sixty-two days away, man. Yeah, but creature, they say next year. That doesn't mean January. You, you think January first is gonna hit and they're gonna do it all? <laughs> it could land in the summer and be next year. <laughs> uh. I feel like you have to keep your phone upright to engage chat. Chat's automatically loaded when you enter the live stream on mobile. I close chat and like and then jump back to chat. Right, it's just you're adding extra steps. Listen, I've, I've, I've read books on usability. I worked for a small tech company and this guy had me studying books on usability. The more you make people click, the less they're going to do it. Like, So if YouTube wants engagement, throwing somebody immediately into the live chat... I understand why you would do that, and that's totally fine, okay? 
that's totally fine but you have but you have to make it easy for them to do likes and dislikes throw them in the live chat it's totally fine immediate engagement potential but then you have to have the like and the dislike button at the top of the chat box so that they can click it if they want I think they're running behind and will have a large January push well I hope you're right I hope you're right um, if you're new and haven't hit subscribe yet, feel free to do that and introduce yourself. We've met, we've met a lot of new people through our new world coverage. Hit subscribe. Make sure your bell button is set to all so you don't miss the live streams. I'm a safe for work broadcaster, so a lot of the people that are here treat me like radio. They throw me on in the background and uh, don't have to worry about what the you know kind of language I'm going to be using. You might get like, oh, that's what she said or something like that, but you're not going to get foul like swearing and stuff. Um... Yeah, that's true. They did integrate polls into the chat. I, yeah, that's true. Um, on mobile, the like button should be an overlay over the video. Maybe. Maybe. There's something weird with your light setup. Something changed. Uh, because I seen it super nice. What are you talking about? I seen it super nice? <clears throat> Odd how hitting the dislike seems to be part of several people's morning routine. There's a guy who has a couple of alts and he just uses them to press dislike. You know what I mean? Yes, Barrier, and sometimes I say that. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Oh, man. That's good. Agreed on mobile. They should have it on the top right of the video on the overlay buttons. The video looks grayed out, like there's no light on you. Oh, I think I might just be a little bit dimmer. I mean, there's... Hang on. That's too much. Ah. I pressed the button and now we're too bright. Hang on a second. There we go. That's better. That's better. It does a, um, that button that they have me push for the shutter. I push it when I first get in here and more than likely my white lights up here, they warm up. Like they get brighter after like 20 minutes or something. And so what it probably does is it adjusts the light and I look a little bit more dim. And now the lights have warmed up. If I leave the frame and set the shutter, I look just a little bit more bright now. So you can see more definition in my hair and stuff too. You were right. I was a little darker than normal. <clears throat> I don't see why fans are upset over dislikes, engagements, engagement. That's a guy committed to showing up every day. Yeah, like you can't hurt a channel by engaging with it. Like it's not possible. <laughs> I gotta ask, how you liking Katana? I feel bad. I shook her into that instead of strength. You should have. You sh- you could have been the Parry King. Ah, uh, yes, that's a thing in Dark Souls Three. So somebody put a video in the Discord of a guy who was like he wanted to make Dark Souls like Sekiro, like Sekiro, right? Um, your takes are dim. Shut up, butters. And so he literally went into all these fights with no health and a katana. 
and I could not believe what he was pulling off. Like, it was insane. Now he was he was light rolling, so he had nothing on. So when he fought, um, when he fought the dragon armor guy, he he couldn't parry everything, so he had to do a lot of dodges. Um, so. It, but outside of that fight, I didn't watch all of them. Like I watched him, I watched him parry Pontiff Sullivan. And it was insane. Yeah, Diaz put it in. I was like, "What the frick is this guy doing?" Um, now I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I would have been able to play like that, Ashen. I love parrying, and maybe I could have gotten good at it. I mean, I got good at rolling, so it stands to reason that I could have gotten good at parrying. Um, Insomniac says, definitely went crazy with the Super Chats on Friday. I was trying my hardest to get Lona to fall off of the phone books on his chair. Thank you, Insomniac Black. I appreciate that. (laughs) Not just this channel. It's a lot of fans hating on dislikes. I think they might hurt tiny channels. Well, I mean, you know, people that enjoy the content are, uh, you know, they're attached to it. They'll get defensive. They don't have the perspective that, I mean, hate is engagement. Do you know what I'm saying? So I recorded a 45 minute video for Thursday. It's my it's my cover it's my continuation of the Saint Oda Rage story and it's the one about the Destiny community. I spent a large portion of the time talking about its leaders and 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 how they formed what I feel is like one of the most toxic communities ever. Um and I, I open the video and I'm like, "Listen, there's two responses that you're probably going to see to this video. They're either going to act like it doesn't exist." Because if they start replying, tweeting about it, or subtweeting about it, they're just going to drive more traffic to it. Or they'll just say, I'm lying. <laughs> like, right? I'm not talking about what's in the video, right? I'm not going to give you the goods. you got to watch on Thursday. But that's my point is... You, <laughs> hate is engagement. So like, if you start hating on me and talking about me and my video and my series, you're going to drive people to go watch it. Do you see... If they don't say anything, like that's the only strategy that's going to rob the, the rob the content of engagement. <laughs> Do you see? Like, <laughs> like I kind of win either way. Because if you're a troll and you're going to come back day in day out and engage and hit like or hit I'm sorry hit dislike and say nasty things in chat, that helps the video. Like, what what are you doing? right (laughs) what are you doing and so and if they leave us alone and they don't they don't mess with chat and they don't show up every day to be nasty that's a win too it's like it's a win either way (laughs) you know what I mean it's a win either way like if you leave me alone that's a win if you draw attention to my content that's a win like you you can't win in this exchange you just can't over the past few weeks I've never seen so much toxicity coming from the casual portion of that player base that's quite entertaining really it's like the WWE wrestlers they get tons of booze they're happy because they're still driving audience engagement. Yeah, like booing and hating on a wrestler. Like, well, they eat that up. They're like, that's fine. I'll be the villain. You know, they're like, I'll be the villain. Like, they have no problem with that. That's exactly right. That's part of the shtick sometimes, is they want people to boo them. You know what I mean? 
people can't get over that they're not good at PvP. You're going to have to flesh that out for me. I've not paid attention to the trials thing. I just know there's a lot of people disagreeing about how it should be handled, which is not surprising at all. <clears throat> That's a checkmate for Lono against the Children of Purple. Yeah, you only have two choices. <laughs> and I'm begging you <laughs> to choose option two. Get in the ring. <laughs> Get in the ring. <laughs> uh you're not getting deep into it all right on youtube you can have like a 50 percent like ratio but if they watch nine out of the 10 minutes it'll still drive new viewers right <clears throat> i think the ue vid showed they can't go on the offensive anymore yeah you just need to embrace shooting uh shooting at people instead of shooting people and you do fine in pvp oh that yeah there you go <laughs> just shoot around them and you'll win. <clears throat> I forget the name of the one wrestler who's active on Twitter whose shtick is he's a snotty rich dude. It's some of the, it's the best at driving hate. He's a genius. Oh yeah, like that's 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 the genius of the doc. Like the basically Doctor Disrespect took the wrestling persona and just brought it to the streaming world. You know, and he's making millions doing it. You know, dressing like a goofball. <laughs> Do you know? According to Cross, it's the sweatiest it's ever been. I was about to open the Trials can of worms, but I'll leave it to Wolvie. I don't really care anymore. We're not creating the content or tagging the videos, so, like, I don't care. I commentate on it every once in a while. I just got here. New World's not broken. Has it been fixed? <laughs> yeah, it's fixed. There's no bugs now. It's not broken anymore. <laughs> no, I argued at the beginning of the video that um, the base game matters more than anything, and 90% of the game is running totally fine. Um, and the top always serves as a filter, is essentially what I argued. You know what I mean? Um they're serving as a filter the most hardcore players the top players they're finding all of the the problems and i concluded that anger and frustration in the voicing of those frustrations is a sign of commitment and game health Uh, if all those hardcore committed players just walked away um you would you'd be like "Uh uh-oh uh-oh we're in trouble but their anger is a sign of commitment apathy equals disengagement anger equals commitment passion they're emotionally invested so i don't think the game's broken at all i think the game like any other game literally in existence has bugs and problems and things that need to be addressed but they largely live at the tip of the pyramid where you know 80 percent of the player base ain't there new world gameplay centers around so many things that are not end game content loops and so I, I really really don't think they immediately and completely shot down all the client issue narrative hopefully hopefully I mean that, that they, they did stamp that down pretty quickly but we would we would hope that that uh, the, the developer response on the forums over the weekend was extremely informative and encouraging 
That's great. That's good. They have been very fast. You know. They have been very fast at response time. They've been very fast at fixing things. And I'm telling you, you've got a developer that's committed and you have a player base that seems equally committed. Seems like a pretty good recipe, if you ask me. Book of Boba Fett trailer looks great. Oh, I've not I've not watched it yet. I might not watch it. I'm gonna start avoiding trailers. After the Spider-Man trailer, I'm kinda like, okay. I, I know I'm gonna watch a movie and probably enjoy it. I don't need a trailer to sell me on it, you know. <clears throat> they did, you can go read it. They're hiring 120 people. They're hiring 120 people. Okay, okay. Good title. <laughs> There were also devs of other games that disputed what Amazon said. Really? Where can I find that? That's true, but can this be fixed in time before the player base leaves? Problem seems to be deep. What where where does it, where do you see signs that the player base is leaving though? The player base numbers were great over the weekend. I I don't think most of the player base is privy to anything that we're talking about. <laughs> They don't have a freaking clue, dude. They're fishing and chopping down trees right now. They don't give a frick about any of this stuff. They don't even know about it. The end of the dev cycle on the game was apparently hurt by a 100-person layoff. Oh. And the devs directly responded to those comments. Disheartening to be uh, amongst the most invested players and then be told you that you don't, you're in the minority and you don't matter. Well, I'm not saying that. You're misinterpreting my comments if you think what I'm saying is that you don't matter. I'm saying that this is the recipe. You do matter. Your anger, your frustration, your feedback, the forum posts, the Reddit posts, the filtering process is incredibly important. You do matter. But your disappointment, frustration, anger, or your bug finding in the grand scheme of is the game broken is the game dying you don't put a lot of weight on the scale do you understand what I'm saying like if we're trying to tip the scales to claim the game is broken or dying okay over here on this side you need to put a lot of stuff and I don't think your your discontentment or frustration is enough to tip the scales it just isn't you're in the minority and and even if you're not in the minority, a lot of people who've played as much as you might not even be privy to these problems because they hit 60 and they're having a grand old time. Like, they don't even have a clue what we're talking about. The scope of gaming, I'm feeling that more and more with each new release. <laughs> Lono's too nice. I will say it. You don't matter. Well, no, you matter, but you matter in different in a different way. And I know what you're saying, Arch. I know what you're saying. You're saying, so if I'm the most committed player, I'm always going to live in the shallow waters. And to a certain extent, yeah, you are. You play in ways, not you specifically, Arch, but people who play like you. You ride the front of the wave. You get to the end game first. You discover all the problems first. Like New World gameplay, the way you've approached it, you are going to hit those shallow waters faster than everybody else. Nobody forced you to play in that way, and if this is a consistent reality, what if maybe your response would be to dial back? I don't know. My response informs to Idiot Dev for 7 hours plus and 3-4 to four hours daily log 
in Helheim UE. Why not lock as we're 3K over cap at the moment? Why do they have bug forums that ask you to put video up? Other people can use them. Also, my friends are coding Godmod at the moment, and I refuse to play with them. Oh, they're actually coding a cheat for it? They can't develop enough content and fix things fast enough ETC for those players. That's what I mean. Like, that, I, I, that, I don't think... We're all just living on a floating rock in space, acting like it all makes sense. None of us matter, so let's just all vibe. What the frick, Harry? <laughs> Shut up! You have to be willing to recognize when you've taken everything you can from the game uh, that you can, at that time, walk away. It just feels weird to tell someone who's passionate about something and is not playing in an unhealthy way that uh, they need to just care less. Oh, I'm not I'm not telling you what you should do with your emotions. I don't do that. I don't tell people to care less or be less angry. I said you should maybe dial back the engagement. Now, you might say that's directly proportionate to your passion, right? Like how much you play is attached to your care. So, but hear me, I'm not telling you to care less. I'm just saying you have to acknowledge when you ride the front of the wave, these will be characteristics of your experience. I I don't think it's avoidable. Every game has that issue. Look at Destiny. Top end players are always out of content or finding bugs first. Hardcore players will always deal themselves a shorthand. That's another way of phrasing it. I'm not telling you that it's okay or that it's good. I'm simply saying this is reality. Something I've learned through three and a half years of therapy is you got to live life on life's terms. And if this is a consistent characteristic of your experience, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm not saying play less, care less. I'm saying this is probably the reality of this type of engagement. My engagement has started to dial back, but the passion for the game has not. That is where players are coming from with their frustrations. And I I honestly think that's why I'm, I'm confident this game is going to do well. People might be dialing back, but their passion for new world gameplay is not dialing back. They like the game and they want to play. But they might just be like, look, I just, I'm just going to play less they, they, until they fix this or, you know until they address these bugs or whatever. I think that's fair, being like, I'm just going to dial back, man. I don't know. You know, I don't know about all this. They're not dealing with themselves a shorthand, though. They're getting as much or more out of it than most players. The problem is they don't recognize that they've got everything they can out of the game. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe his phrasing wasn't perfect, but it did sound right to me. It's like, you are dealing yourself a shorthand because you're clamoring through so fast did you even enjoy the mid game? You know what I mean? Destiny focus on the middle lane players and look what we have ended up with a game. That's a shell of its past self as an end game player. The game is at its worst point since launch. In my opinion, I don't think focusing on the mid lane is what hurt destiny. I don't think that's a fair comparison. So if new world focuses on mid lane players, Harry, I don't think they're going to end up as a shell of what the, what the game is right now. I don't, I don't think so. I don't. Um, I also think New World's built with more scalability, so you're never going to feel like, oh, they don't care about me, they're only feeding the mid lane. I feel like the mid lane being healthy 
is more important and more prioritized, but that doesn't mean they're going to cater the entire game to the mid lane. I don't necessarily think the two are connected, right? I don't think they're connected. I also think that Destiny's problems have way more to do with their engine and their creative dissonance and their terrible decisions with D2 Vanilla, right? I'm informing you that I'm lurking. Thank you, Watermarlin. Game is broken as heck. You're going to have to outline how it's broken because I think 90% of the game is running just fine. I don't think a game this size, this scope, with the player base numbers they're still retaining can be described as broken or broken as heck. I don't think so. I don't think that's an accurate way to describe the game. Are there elements that are busted? Are there elements that are bugged? Sure. But this game is huge. This game is absolutely massive. That would be like coming into my house and one of the rooms being filthy and being like, yeah, Lono's house is a pigsty. I'd be like, what are you talking about? The kitchen... You know, the bathrooms, the dining areas, the bedrooms, everything's immaculate. But, like, you go to my son's room and it's a disaster. And you'd be like, yeah, Lono's house is a pigsty. It's a, it's a, it's a wreck. That's kind of what's happening. Eden had cues this weekend. Come on, man. A, a broken game. I, 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 you can't describe a game as broken. I just don't think so. Are there elements of it that need addressing that are busted and have problems? Sure. I'm not going to sit here and act like the game is crystal clear. The title of my stream is not New World is Perfect. It's New World's Not Broken. There are game-breaking issues like the code issue you can put in chat and crash the game. That's already been addressed. It's already been fixed. <laughs> Lono's house is a wreck. Everyone's moving out. Right. Right. Everyone's leaving. <laughs> Eden had a queue of 600 at 9 p.m. last night. Ooh-wee. It's coming back. What are the game you have now is all that it will be. What incentive do they have to make more content or totally rewrite the code to fix all the bugs? They need um, they need a sub service to make it viable? No. Fairy man, if there's a company out there that understands how to set up good ongoing monetization, it's Amazon. I'm not going to sit here and try and pull fallacy of the expert on you, but I don't think Amazon is is needing educated on how to get money from people. <laughs> I I just don't think so, man. I think they know what they're doing. I, I, if if there <laughs> if there's a company out there that can have an ongoing MMO without a sub fee and make it make money from it, Amazon will figure it out. They know the way. I, I don't think they need the sub fee. I really don't. This came up in my feed, loving the shift. Oh, it already hit your feed? It's premiering this afternoon. They don't need to rewrite the code. They addressed this on Saturday. They directly responded to that narrative. See? So the narrative that the population is dying, the narrative that the game is broken, the narrative that they have to rewrite the code, these are all false narratives. Do you have a narrative that's accurate and true? Because I'd love to hear it. I don't own a house at level 60. I logged in and got the refund. For nothing? I guess they blanketed it. People always talk about the code for games without having any understanding. It must be the game's code or the engine. It ain't that simple. Right, Wheeze? I called you Wheeze Wheeze when I was playing Dark Souls. I was so amped. I was so amped. I called Wheezy Wheeze Wheeze. I was like, good calling that Wheeze Wheeze. <laughs> he was like, I'll allow it. <laughs> 
I will let this white man call me Weezweez. <laughs> I am giving him a pass on this day only. <laughs> mm. They, in my opinion, they humbly, uh, humbly, they underpriced the base game. Well, I mean, <sighs> maybe, maybe they didn't. You think the problem is that most streamers play in a way that's not like a normal player base and they find these things first and they get frustrated how long things are taking to fix. Um, yeah, Eugene will catch you up, uh, Wheezy. I was sitting here, like, in the dumbest way, in the dumbest turn of crazy universe events, I was acting like Destiny's not in a bad state. (laughs) I can't even play the game. And I was having to be the voice of reason. Tell him, Eugene. <laughs> Tell him. It's like, I don't think it's that bad. It's, there's, they don't even have an expansion out right now, and the numbers look fine. Um, yeah, what's good, Agent Atwood? Jane, uh, Jay, maybe Jay or Jane TN says, do you think the problem is that most, oh, I already, I already read your question, that they play too much. I will definitely concede that streamers play a role in setting the narrative here. Okay? Streamers streamers certainly can set a narrative where they overplay and then everyone says, oh, um, I was going to say Asmongold, but I don't even want to use him as an example because, um, Obviously, our everybody's ever my heart goes out to him. You know, lost his mom. Um, obviously, rest in peace. And that's so sad to go through that. I was going to use him as an example. I'll just say streamer. You know, streamer Bob is like known for covering MMOs because I don't even know how much Asmund's covering the game right now. He had he had personal stuff to take care of. Obviously, leading up to this. Um, if a big known um, if a big known streamer comes out and is like known for covering MMOs and is like yeah there's not enough here I'm already done the game is weak okay I don't know any streamers that have said this so but let's just imagine a big very popular streamer says that that sets a narrative for sure because everybody that follows that person if they trust them they parrot that they're gonna go parrot that yeah you know Expert MMO Bob over here says that the game is weak. Did you see the tweet I tagged you in? Yeah, I don't know why you're tagging me in in, in, in tweets responding to, to purple. <laughs> Frick that company. Um, so, but I don't want to overstate. I don't want to overstate the degree with which streamers have influence. I think... We are guilty of two things. We put too much stock in the word of streamers. I, I say that as a streamer. And and we act like, like they're responsible for a negative narrative. Do they add to it? Sure. If they're a big enough mouthpiece, can they, can they sort of set a tone? And, you know, can it largely come from them? Yeah, I think so. But I think sometimes we just overstate just how much they influence. You know, I, I don't know. It's 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 so hard to quantify it, right? When a guy's got millions of subs, do you have any idea how... I'm going to tell you this right now. 
I think developers are scared of some of the big guys because the big guys can literally make one video and and hurt a game's reputation. Can you imagine having millions of subs and being like, "Game's trash. Look at all the friggin' problems. This game's ba- uninstall." That that hurts when they've got pull and they've got authority and they are a trusted voice in that environment. Developers, that's scary. That's scary. Because they can set a very, very significant tone. I love when streamers say, do this to make gold, and prices are all of a sudden cheaper. Oh yeah, any of their gold grinding guides are going to quickly become nothing, because everybody goes and does it, and then all of a sudden the value of those items goes down. I'm telling anyone and everyone, the spiders in Grounded are OP for weeks now. <laughs> oh. The experience in this game, I think, is very dependent on your company. Used to be with a group who didn't do too much, and it was quite boring doing not much, just leveling skills all day. There's a lot of people that like that, though. You know what I mean? Since joining the top company on my server, it's so much fun, consistent activities, PvP wars, invasions. It's all in what you prioritize. It's all in what you value, Harry. I've not done any of what you just said has been so fun. And I have had an absolute blast doing what you described as just leveling skills all day. Quite boring. I'm like, I I liked it. (laughs) It It was kind of therapeutic. (laughs) You know, it was kind of therapeutic. Thought felt good. Uh, like the Anthem narrative, one said he really enjoyed the game, but all the reports of the end game was terrible. He missed out on a great game. He's uh, he missed out on a great game before the end game. One friend said, "I'm not I'm not I'm not tracking what you're saying there, Robert." Um, when Witch Queen releases, in my experience, there's nothing for me to do in this expansion, so it's trash, and everyone should uninstall. You're not even sixty yet. You haven't leveled. Uh, them that much um I would say 70% of them are over 100 and I got 1 to 200 most of them are in the mid hundreds now a lot of them are yeah 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 um my dad died one year ago today wish the best for the guy you were talking about losing your parents one of the worst things ever uh only thing worse would be losing a child yeah I I, I didn't even I, I didn't even mean to bring it up, but yeah, As Gold, uh, his mom passed away. That's who I was talking about. I I was gonna use him in an analogy, and I decided not to. And then I was like, well, I'm gonna explain why I'm not using him in an analogy because I I wasn't following his coverage of New World. I I know he was concerned and thought it wasn't ready, and then the game got delayed. I don't think they delayed it because of him, but I know he had his concerns. <laughs> yeah, buy and sell this, and then the market crashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anthem was terrible and I'm telling you man Anthem was a beautiful car it was a it was a beautiful car and it couldn't it couldn't get on the highway <laughs> it was a great car man but it just it couldn't get on the highway there was no end game it was really really fun driving around the neighborhood for a little bit you know it was fun but then when it was time to actually do what you needed it to do, it just wasn't there. It was so disappointing. The core gameplay was really satisfying, and then that was pretty much the end of it. 
Anthem's issue was uh, with leadership and then pulling the plug. They didn't follow the golden rule content. I, I've always phrased it another way that you say content is king and I qualified a little bit more than that, Ginger. I have always said the content loop is king. I sacrifice everything at the altar of the content loop. This is why I, I, I had a lot of people disagree with me on this. Uh, during my Destiny coverage, I was like, I'm totally fine if we get less story, if it means we get more content loop. Why? I am willing to sacrifice story and cutscenes and campaign. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice that on the altar of the content loop. Because if the content loop is bigger and more substantive, then your game is good. No, nobody's freaking talking about cutscenes and campaign a month later. No one gives a frick. No one cares. Nobody cares. What do they want? They want a content loop. Now, I understand when you say content, that's generally what you mean. I've always said that. Since my coverage of Destiny, the content loop is king. All must service the content loop. It's, it is in charge. And if you don't serve it, then it'll kill you. The absence of a content loop will absolutely kill your game. You've been banging on the drum of content loop for years, and you've been right the entire time. Uh, Anthem was doomed. If we're not gonna, uh, if you're not gonna have any PvP at all, and if it's not your focus of the game, it has to be solid to stand a small chance. Well, I mean, yeah, yes and no. Yes and no. I don't think the absence of PvP means that your game needs to be absolutely incredible, stellar, crazy. Um, But I think it makes it harder for... PvP can last on a thin offering for a lot longer than PvE can. All you gotta do is look at Destiny for proof of this. Um, The really thin offering that PvP got for how many years and it still kept on trucking... PvE cannot survive on a thin offering the way that PvP can. This is why the Halo Infinite strategy is so, so dependent on PvP being successful because it it, it just it can last longer on less. It can last longer on less. <laughs> PvP is like a little teeny car with great gas mileage, and PvE is like a freaking Hummer. It gets terrible gas mileage. It's just like, it eats it up, and then, woof, what else you got? Like, the mileage difference between PvE and PvP is just so drastically different. You have to create so much elasticity and longevity for PvE to last. You know? What was the real reason Deej left? He get a better job? I think the culture at Bungie is toxic, and I think he wanted out. I think they have terrible people on their community team and I think they have terrible people in charge I think it's very cultish and I think he wanted out that's obviously a theory that I can't prove they announced a rework and then a few months later they said now nah, we're just going to bury it yeah the rework the rework was uh, I don't know it was, extreme, it was extremely sad it was extremely sad you heard he's not a good person. Well, he was he was in my corner trying to help me out, so I mean, maybe that, maybe that might make me a little bit more biased. He was also there for a really long time, so I don't know. 
Think of how easy it is to create a, a, a character assassination, Wheezy. People did it to me. Do you think, honestly, any stories coming out of that company about him are trustworthy? I don't know. I think that company's really good at privately assassinating people. That community is really good at privately assassinating people. And any stories coming out about him that paints him as a bad person, I would take it all with a grain of salt. I'm not going to sit here and say the man's perfect. Dude cussed me out on the phone once, but I don't know. Specifically for someone who worked there and got fired a while back. Like they don't have a bias in whatever they tell you. (laughs) 10 spot from Wise Wolf. Don't know if you saw the interviews with Yoshi P for Final Fantasy, but it appears to be a peace offering to both the community and streamers to mitigate backlash and create own business to the community. I don't understand what you're... About what? So do you? Well... But I think there's a public and traceable pattern of behavior in some of the other people. Do you see what I mean? There's a pattern... My experience with him and the pattern I've had with him was that he was always trying to help me and was kind of in my corner. Now, obviously, right, that creates a bias. But... He had more of a pattern of behavior of being fair and measured. And these other guys, these other people don't. They have a pattern of behavior of being awful and toxic and cultish. And then look at all the, the glass door reviews coming out. They're all saying the same dadgum thing. And you got one person that got fired telling stories about him? I don't know. I need a pattern of behavior. That That's something I'm going to stress in the video on Thursday about the Destiny community. There are patterns of behavior. I don't see... I didn't see that in him. I'm one person. You know, my interactions with him were limited, but the pattern of behavior I saw in him was he's he's a decent guy. I don't know. Um, It's not just one person. Well, I guess it doesn't take away from what I'm saying, but the culture at the community, at that company and that community is toxic and very sinister in the background. I don't know. Just wait until you hear the crap I have to say on Thursday. Just wait. Um, I'm behind in the stream, but you were talking earlier about fear of backlash from streamers. Oh, 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 oh. So, Wise Wolf, you're saying there was interviews with someone named Yoshi P for Final Fantasy, and it appears to be a peace offering. Yeah, so they like they want streamers to be like keep the gloves on and be nice. What's good, Snow? <laughs> what did he cuss at you about? That'll end up in a video in the Say No to Rage story. I'll uh, I'll let you I'll let you wait. <laughs> been a minute. It has been a minute. You and uh, you and Hex looked great for Halloween, by the way. I, I actually think the mustache plays. I actually think he looks very good with a mustache. Um, but yeah, you'll have to wait to find out about that one, Robert. That's that's a that's a heck of a story. <laughs> that is a heck of a story. It adds. It adds some context to a pattern of behavior from that company with respect to favoritism and people not liking me. It really does. And it wasn't because of what he said. It was how I had to take things up a notch to even get a reaction about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You agree he doesn't like it? (laughs) You hate your face? Not a lot of people can pull off the mustache hex. My um, 
my wife and I run in circles and all these young hipster guys now they're all wearing mustaches and flannel shirts and um I don't some of them pull it off some of them pull it off some of them don't some of them look like their picture should be at the post office <laughs> it's like be on the lookout for this guy <laughs> Don't let him near. Don't let him near. You know your family. If you watch any of them, it's refreshing because it appears they're actually trying to interact with their fan base and get good PR from the streamers, huh? Sandals. I've not noticed the sandals trend. I just noticed the mustaches all of a sudden, like everywhere. Mustaches. For a while, it was like big, thick beards and flannel shirts. They've kept the flannel shirts and they've now donned mustaches. Um. Yeah. No, no, not hair buns. No, yeah, shorter hair now. Yeah. He's gorgeous. I told him I dated him for his looks. I mean, at least he knows, you know. <laughs> good evening, good evening, and good evening. What's good, Derek? One of my buddies grew a mustache. He looks like an 80s. Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can pull off a mustache. However, my wife also takes this off the table. With respect, Adam... I don't feel you adequately displayed the power of the mustache. I'll leave it at that, but... (laughs) That's that's on you, brother. That's on you. (laughs) I want to have my beard. Uh, uh, That's good. I want to have my beard and not be called a hipster. Yeah, 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 yeah. It always killed me when people told me that I looked like a hipster or whatever. I was like, I've looked like this for the last 20 years. I, I, I didn't borrow this look from hipsters. This is just what I, this is how I've looked for 20 years. A beard, thick rimmed glasses, and messy hair or long hair. Whichever I feel like I'm in the mood for, you know what I mean? I look way too Mexican with just a mustache. I mean, I didn't want to say it, but I feel like that's why you pull it off. I, 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 I didn't want to be like, yeah, it's because of your ethnicity, but I do. I think your face, your smile, your skin tone, your hairstyle. I'm like, no, yeah, you look dope. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so you're a boomer hipster? I'm not, I'm not a boomer hipster. Time to own it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, last I checked, you proudly mention it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm not telling you to wear a sombrero, Hex. I'm just saying. It looks good. (laughs) Uh. Boomer, this word. It just gets thrown around like crazy. It's like, do you know what it comes from? Do you know what a baby boomer is? (laughs) I'm not old enough to be one. I got news for you. We're calling Gen Xers boomers. I know. It's like, I graduated high school in 2000. I was born in 81. I'm a boomer? What the frick are you talking about? Lona was hip before it was hip to be hip? No. Listen. I followed clothing cliches and trends in high school. Long hair, Jenko jeans, real tiny tight t-shirts, thrasher. When I got to, like, college, I didn't care about any of that crap. I would just, like... You know what I mean? I just would wear band t-shirts that I liked and my beard was out of actually a fact of like I didn't like shaving. Like that was it. Like I wasn't like I want to look this way. I'm not kidding you. This happened. My my wife and I get a kick out of it every once in a while. We kind of laugh about it. So friends friends of hers 
all of a sudden the this guy starts putting up pictures on Facebook and he's like wearing flannels and thick rim glasses and like doing his hair in a certain way and it was so obvious that he was like going for a look which I have no problem with that's totally fine like if you want to rock a look and you want to throw yourself into it that's fine <laughs> but he deleted <laughs> he deleted he deleted all of his old pictures like he didn't want anybody to know that like a week ago I wore I wasn't dressing like this <laughs> it was like you know instead of purging his Twitter timeline because he was a scumbag it was like I just didn't like my clothing style <laughs> just deleted his pictures we have we get a kick out of everyone's when we kind of laugh um no, yeah, that's fine. I, that's why that we we have we have a friend of ours, and he grows a really good beard, and uh, he's got he's kind of got the glasses. And he's got like a he does this this hair like to the side part thing, and he had like a flannel on the one day, and he was like holding a coffee mug, and he's like my age, and I straight up told him I was like, "You're rocking that look, brother. Like you look good." And I told him I was like, "I'm trying to promote men telling each other they look good because women do it all the time. You look cute." Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, "Well, guys should be able to do the same thing." I told him, I was like, flannel is you, brother. You look you look good. Or like turtlenecks or whatever. He's just pulling it off. And I know he's not like going for a look. He's too busy. <laughs> he's too busy running like 18 different, you know, businesses. And, uh, and he's got like five kids. So it's like, there's no way that this is planned. Um, well, his wife is very, very classy and very fashion, you know, efficient, a, a fashion, fashionista. What the frick would you say? A fashion aficionado? Anyway, she might be dressing him. I don't know. <laughs> He's too busy. He's too busy to care. My fashion is literally t-shirt and jeans or actually t-shirt and sweatpants. Yeah, I'm pajama. <laughs> I'm PJs. Yeah, that's my dress style. Like. That's always my question of the day is, do I have to switch to non-sweatpants or non-gym you know, gym shorts? <laughs> I am, yeah, yeah. I am secured in my marriage fashion. <laughs> I'm not trying to impress anybody. That's right, that's right. Oh, man. Pajama fashionista. That's it, that's me. Always ready for bed. She's winking. <laughs> She says that, but she actually means bed, sleep. <laughs> she's not, she's using it as a double entendre, but it's not, it's a single entendre. <laughs> Cozy in the blankets, sleep is what she's referring to. Sweatpants have been my work from home uniform. Oh, it's great. You, you want I Love Lucy beds, but what are you going to do when he comes in in the middle of the night? There's no space for him then. Your short hair looks much better on you, in my opinion. I've seen pictures of me with long hair that make me miss it, but there's like a one, maybe two-week period where it looks good. And then after that, it doesn't look good anymore because it's too long. Like, after it's been cut and properly layered, and it's stylable, like I can style it to look nice... It looks good, but my long hair after like a week or a week and a half, it just starts to look like utter chaos, and I uh, hated it in the wintertime. Absolutely hated the static in the wintertime. Ladies, I feel for you. Dudes with long hair, I don't, because, you know, you don't. You could shop it. I mean, I guess ladies could too. Do whatever you want with your hair, but 
you know, obviously the cultural propensity is that women have longer hair. And boy, oh boy, I know the suffering that you go through in the wintertime. It's freaking awful. Everything you walk by is like that science experiment at the, at the science center that you touch with your hands. Like, me, your hair just goes up. It's awful. Long hair is, is tough because it's terrible when it's humid. It's terrible when it's cold. <laughs> it's, it's, you're committed. You're committed if you want to have long hair. I've learned the trick to buying women clothing, though. You just got to find the most annoying shirt to hang up after washing, and my wife will love it. <laughs> it's worked every time. <laughs> Can't you get it trimmed? It's called upkeep. Homie. I don't like having long hair enough to go get it cut every two weeks. Do you have any idea how expensive that would be? Like, I I like I have to go when you have long hair, especially as a dude, you gotta go to a a dude that knows how to cut your hair. You gotta be real careful. You're gonna go to a lady and she's gonna give you a lady's haircut. I went to a guy with long hair in a salon that knows how to cut a guy's long hair. And it is not cheap. It's not cheap. So I think I go more often now. Back then I went like every two months. Now I go like every five or six weeks. Cause this this gets this it's already becoming the leaning tower of frou-frou. Like I can't keep I can't like style it. It just starts to tip over. <clears throat> Ooh. Oh, those are good. A little mousse after you shower and your hair uh, is controlled all day. I had to start using mousse, yeah, because the frizz drove me crazy in the colder temperatures. The mousse does help. There's like anti-frizz stuff that you can get that does help significantly. Um, Yeah. But then it just becomes like, what on earth? Like, you know what I mean? You can go to a woman just not a bad barber. They're hard to find. Homie, as somebody who had long hair for a long, long time, I had a very bad batting average letting women cut my hair. Nothing Nothing against them. But I had a really bad batting average. They would commonly give me like a woman's haircut. You, as soon as I looked in the mirror, I was like, what the frick is this? You know? <laughs> what the frick is this? <laughs> what have you done to me? <laughs> what have you done to me? <clears throat> as a man who started losing his hair at 18, this conversation makes me sad. Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have a friend who's, who's, who's bald now and he's always jealous. He's always mentioned like he's jealous of what I get to do with my hair. Cause he's, he says he misses it. I'm like, I don't know, man. Bald is very simple. <laughs> it's very simple. You don't have a good or a bad hair day, you know? Mm-mm-mm. Were you going to women's hair salons? No, no. There was a, there was a barbershop in the mall. There was great clips and there was another place that I would go to. And I, I had a bad, I didn't have not, did not have a good batting average. And so then I went, a friend of mine was like, look, he was like, I know a guy who has longer hair and he's good at cutting longer hair. So I went to him and it looked great. And then there was a place right around the corner, uh, from us a couple of years ago that we found that had a guy that had longer hair and it's a salon and he does a great job. I still go to him cause I just like him. Mm-mm-mm. when I was 12 my mom took me to her hairdresser I walked out with a perm I was crying <laughs> uh, you look great what are you crying for <laughs> oh the girls are gonna love this and she's like taking pictures of you oh man 
I'm trying to pop my back. <clears throat> well, we've sold four bags of coffee today. Or I'm not sorry, not four bags. We've had four orders of coffee today. So thank you to everybody who's ordered coffee today. We've gotten some new subs today. So thank you to the new subs. If you're new and you haven't introduced yourself, introduce yourself. Feel free to do so. Some membership renewals and some new memberships as well. So thank you for that. Thank you guys for supporting the stream. We greatly appreciate it. Um. My wife cuts my hair, saves a ton of money. Just get the military buzz cut. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> hi, hi, says Monochrome. Hello, welcome. Uh, Should have went to a hood uh, barbershop. Well, my son has really curly hair, and I would actually really, really like to take him to a barbershop like that because I think they would they would love him, and he would love it. He would absolutely love it because he doesn't know a stranger. Like, nobody, like, he doesn't like really loud places where, like, there's tons of people. He doesn't mind loud people, but he doesn't like going into, like, we went to a volleyball game. Friends of ours, it was their daughter's, like, senior night. And we went to this volleyball game, and he kind of shuts down in those environments. Like, it's too much. It's, like, echoey and loud. He doesn't mind loud people, because I'm sure, you go to the right barbershop, it's going to be pretty boisterous in there. Um, I think he would really like it. They would, I think they would, I think they'd get a kick out of him, because he's a, he's a funny little guy. Like, he's got a good, he's got a good little sense of humor, a little good personality. Um... So, four months of membership from Agent Atwood. Shout for the starts, chat. Thank you so much, Atwood, for keeping your membership here. That is a blue joystick. You lost your hair during chemo. I bought clippers to do my own thing every week. Saves a fortune and hours of awful small talk. <laughs> yeah, it's always nice when you find somebody who can cut your hair and, and read the fact that maybe you don't want to talk. Like the guy that I go to, sometimes we say very little and sometimes we start, you know, we get to chatting. It's just like... But the, like we're all, we always kind of line up mood wise somehow you know because some days I just don't feel like going in and talking it's just calming and relaxing just to sit there and not you know not have to talk I mean I talk all day long so sometimes it's nice to take a break <laughs> uh, but yeah there are some there are some folks that'll cut your hair and uh, they can't take the clue that you're not really looking uh, you're not really looking to conversate you know <laughs> you're uh, you're just wanting to chill you just want to relax. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Let's see here. Okay. And okay. Good barber is half psychologist. When I don't feel like talking, I go to the barber on Sunday. You just sit there and watch the game while getting a cut. See, that's Abe's got the strategy. <laughs> <laughs> Abe, Abe's got the strategy. Like you go in the, you go in the, the ball games on. They won't, they don't say anything. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. The same. Uh, Ajuma's been cutting my hair for like four years. Speak zero English. Don't underestimate gesturing and pictures. <laughs> oh, uh, the Korean words you you were you were teaching. Uh, us to use they were they thought it was they got a kick out of it <laughs> they got a kick out of it um oof okay okay all right all right uh see those last eight days okay I was checking on I was checking on display to see if the tracking 
uh, was still working. Um, if you guys ever order from Displate, let me know. Let me know. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We used a couple of them. Not the, not the bad one. Not the bad word that <laughs> you try to get her to use. <clears throat> I haven't been to get my hair cut since March 2020 because of the sickie. My wife was actually gotten really good at cutting mine. It would be weird to go back into a place now. Yeah, I mean, if somebody can give you a chop at home, that is definitely a lot nicer. I mean, and you save that money, man. Put that money in a jar and uh, and use it use it for a date night or something. Phasma, when? Oh, no, we're never going back to that game. <laughs> uh, no, we are never going that back to that game. <laughs> uh, when are you playing Phasma with me? No, sorry, Snow. We just didn't like it. It, Like, Hilly and I have a vibe on Friday nights, and the vibe is not Phasmo. It's not even Phasmo with, like, apparently you're good at the game. That really wouldn't work. Like, there's just, like, a thing that we need to do on Friday nights, and that game ain't it. (laughs) That game is not it. It just isn't going to work. I don't even like the like I, some people like want us to go back and do like Among Us and stuff. And I'm like, I just don't know. I I really like just it's so manageable. He and I have like we've even developed like timing and chemistry, like comedic timing and stuff. Like I don't know. I I, I want it to be a show, not just like a bunch of people loud on the mic. Not that Fasmo would turn into that, but um, I didn't like it. Seems to be a bit of an understatement. <laughs> Fasmo is fun. I. It, it, I I will never I will never pretend to understand why why some games are liked because there's a game out there for literally everybody. I mean, there's freaking waifu simulators out there, and I don't I would I would never even be able to tap into why that's fun. But I'm not gonna yuck it and be like, I can't believe people like this. I just could not wrap my head around how Phasmo how Phasmo got anywhere. Um, I, I, I couldn't wrap my head around it. I was like, I don't get how this is so popular. <laughs> like, it seems so difficult to get going. It's, you know, I like once you're going and the way people described it to me, I was like, okay, I get that. That makes sense. How did you get to that point though? You know what I mean? Anyone who likes Phasmo, Malum, Devour, and In Silence hit me up. Yeah, I did just I they don't they don't they don't they don't connect. I don't know. Dick didn't like it. Had to edit a 58-minute rant out of the vod. I didn't edit a rant out of that vod. I didn't do that. I did that with um What did I do that with? That was um That was a that was a grounded. That was grounded. I didn't. I didn't edit that vod. The Phasmo vod is the Phasmo vod is there in all its awful glory. <laughs> uh, uh, takes two is coming to game. It takes two is coming to Game Pass. That's a good game. Uh, uh, the journal writing had me rolling. Did you catch the ghost? No, I wrote it in my journal. <laughs> Yeah, the game with the spiders. I, I snatched a whole section out of that video because I did not. I got I got super nasty. I was I was way over the top in my frustration and in my. I yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good. 
It was not good. I, I, I went back and uh, I basically yanked the back, the back half of that stream right off. I was like, nope. <laughs> That's not staying in. Um, so... Some games I just I get too sour. It's not it's not content that I want out there, you know. That's the danger of streaming and being transparent and getting a little tipsy, because you know, you can you can definitely leave the lane that you want to stay in. Yo, what's good, uh Agent Slick Slayer, how are you? Seems like Escape Room Sim was another hit. Y'all enjoyed it. It was inter and, and it was interactive with chat. Yeah, I feel like we could do that one again. Obviously there's the the worry would be that there's always gonna be a curve. We're going to hit a curve that's too steep, and then the enjoyment and the entertainment goes down. I think we can probably go back for a part two. I think we can probably go back for a part two. But, um... Uh, SNTR presents the Lost Rage Reels. Right, right, right. Uh, <clears throat> it was going to end up being another chipmunk vid. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about that. I cared about... I was... Yeah, that was it was not good. <laughs> It was not. It was not good. Um, so yeah, that one. That one got yanked. That one got yanked. Enigma pushing the elephant off a shelf. Wasn't that wholesome? What? My favorite part of From Fridays is to see how angry and frustrated you get, and yet you're still having fun and succeeding at the same time at the game. That literally feels like me with some games. I mean, I will admit that the in-between areas are starting to rub salt in my eyes in uh, in Dark Souls 3. Um, Morning, Lono. I changed my name from Flix Gaming. Still enjoying the content in the SNTR story episodes. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I will say, I will say, Dark Souls 3 is... Um, the, the, the in-between areas are starting to become real pesky. They're really stretching my patience. I really like the boss fights. I, I didn't like the dancer. I really like the dragon armor guy. I didn't like the fireballs, but I loved that fight. I loved uh, his, his, his animations. I would have loved Yorm if it was an actual fight, because I thought Yorm's animations was were, were super dope, too. Um, I thought learning... Learning his animations and learning to move and dodge was really fun. Dragon armor, same thing. I loved learning his moves, his moveset. It was very enjoyable. Uh, but the in-between areas can literally burn in a fire. Like, just let me play the bosses, dude. Like, I can't stand all this other crap. It's not... Don't put me in a freaking, like, refrigerator shipping box and be like, you gotta fight a Borealis guy in here. Like, like I don't... What? I, I freaking lost it on Friday. I was like, I'm so sick of this. It just feels so cheesy. Uh, I saw someone suggest that the optional bosses are meant for the elite. Is that accurate? Well, one of the optional bosses is the is the Nameless King and apparently is pretty much the infamous boss of the game, the hardest boss of the game. Nameless King is... And the Nameless King area, according to Ashen, is is really frustrating. Ithril, Profane, a few other areas. This is what... If I were if I were to say and kind of give you a wish list of what I want from a game like Dark Souls 3, I want the in-between fights to matter. 
That was something that I liked about Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order was the catalyst to Sekiro. Sekiro was the catalyst to Dark Souls 3. And what I loved about Jedi Fallen Order was every fight felt like it mattered. If you played like a dummy, you'd, you'd, you'd pay for it. And it got harder and harder and harder as you went. And in the beginning, I really liked that in Dark Souls 3. Every area, the the fights are punishing. They're tough. They matter. You have to be on your A-game. What I don't like is when Dark Souls 3 descends into cheap shots and bad camera environments. I'm like, get this the frick out of here. Oh, you, it's on you to make sure you have good placement. Shut the frick up. No. (laughs) No. don't defend bad camera (laughs) don't defend bad environments by acting like it's my responsibility to navigate around that crap Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh no press the mute button on your fandom for a second and admit that the game has flaws please um so i that that was that was that was my irritation with it um that's that's why I've continued to get to get frustrated. I didn't even enjoy beating the dancer. I just felt like she was cheesy. I di- I beat her and didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed beating Dragon Slayer or Dragon Dragon Armor. I thought he was really good. I didn't like the the, the fireballs, but at least they were mitigatable. It's like okay, I hear the sound. Okay, they're probably closer. Okay, now boom, and I'd go to the other side of the arena. Great environments which lead to bad camera movement. Right, right. Like the the artistry of the game starts to like butt heads with the fluidity of the game right dark souls 3 has a meme that the camera is horrible right that's where that's where my frustration came from that's where my big rant on like this is a bad game which obviously you guys know like in the heat of the moment i wasn't intellectually arguing that from the bottom to the top it's a bad game it's a good game riddled with i think poor decisions um you know some say the hardest Dark Souls fight uh, is Orenstein and, and Smog. Others say it's Fume Knight or even the Nameless King. But we all know it's this thing right here. <laughs> Feel, yeah, the camera, field of view, character. That's right. That's exactly right. It's a good game with issues. This is what I would love. Let me fight every single boss in the game in just a big open area. They can have the same move sets. They can have the same thing. Like obviously, Dragon Armor that gets complicated because he has to have you in a contained area to shoot the the, the fireballs at you. But like, just give me an area. Now, obviously, that can get a little bit cheesy because if you have enough endurance, you can roll away and break aggro. So they, they'd have to. The, the, the bosses aren't necessarily coded for this at least clean some of the areas up or something. I would just be interested if some of the boss fights would completely change in difficulty if you weren't bumping into crap the whole time or having like a pillar jack up the camera. You know what I'm saying? I would be curious. I would be curious if some of those fights would dramatically change in difficulty if you were like, oh man, the, I can breathe. I'm not fighting this guy in a, in a, in a walk-in closet. Which from software game would you recommend to someone who hasn't played one before? I I think Dark Souls 3 is arguably, from what I've been told, one of the more linear, more approachables of the group. 
The weapon art system was actually supposed to open up movesets for weapons, but they couldn't make that in time, so instead they became special moves. Demon Souls Remake? Ashen says Sekiro. Now, I've had other people say Sekiro because Sekiro is more about, like, parrying and... Um, and you can't, it's not about like coming up with the perfect build. It's, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Bloodborne. I've heard Bloodborne's really good for entry. The problem with Demon Souls, Eugene is Demon Souls is not linear enough. It's confusing to a new player. Like you're like, why the frick am I fighting the tower Knight? <laughs> I've been playing for two hours and I'm fighting the tower Knight. Really? If you had a linear guide, Demon Souls would probably be a good one to get into, but Demon Souls is pretty friggin' punishing. I mean, they're all punishing. Like, there's not really a way to not get around punishing. Um, Sekiro is such a departure, and you won't be tainted by the expectations of Dark Souls. I love Sekiro until Madam Butterfly came back alive, and then I was like, all right, cool, I'm done. Like, that, and I know, I know, she's like, she's the turning point of the game, and blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, but, it just it shut something off in my brain when she did that to me I was trying so hard to beat her and then I did and then she came back to life and I was like I'm done <laughs> cause I beat her with like I had like a sliver of health like a really cool moment just got taken from me you know I'd rather Mario Kart 150 oh Mario Kart 150 is that's hell <laughs> that's rough that's rough Best to start in Bloodborne. It's faster compared to everything else. Only problem is 30 FPS. Yeah, you might want to wait until we get that that uh, rumored remaster, you know? Wait for that rumored remaster. What do we get on? <laughs> People have found us today looking for the Book of Boba Fett trailer. Creature. Creature, are you here? <laughs> Come on, we we gotta we gotta circle back to that later. <laughs> Why did people find us for a book of Boba Fett trailer today? Oh boy, Bloodborne movement is better than the Souls games. I've been practicing speedrunning Dark Souls 1. So far in two hours, I can kill 10 bosses and I'm getting quicker every time. Everything I've read suggests that Demon's Souls Remake doesn't have the hitbox issues of any of the traditional frustrations found in those games. Really? Really? It makes me kind of want to go back and play it, Eugene. Like, just to see if I feel like it is smoother or, or cleaner or something. You know what I mean? Um, Lono out here asking for Souls boss rush mode. I mean, yeah, kind of, kind of. Um, you know, I don't know. It's not even that. It's just the in between areas. Don't make them cheesy. Don't make them cheap. Like I, I don't know. I, I feel like they've they've just progressively gotten cheesier the more I've played the game. I, I don't know. Like. I loved Pontiff. 
You know, I thought Pontiff was cool. I thought the guy with the arrows was cool. Once we figured out that like I was jumping because of a binding problem, I was like, "What is making me jump?" Like that guy. Um, I, don't know, I like dragon armor. I I thought Yorm was cool until it was a, you know a four hit gimmick. <clears throat> Back to content loop. Lost Ark is extremely satisfying. Playing on a Russian server. No idea what the story is. Can't understand it. Still having a great time. You're gonna cover the Lost Ark beta. If I get in, yeah, I'll cover it. If I get into the Lost Ark beta, I'll cover it. I mean, we're gonna try and cover Lost Ark. I think dungeon crawlers can do well in the streaming environment, but I think they're a harder sell. Path of Exile's done well. Lost Ark could potentially do well. Um, the only dilemma we're going to run into is the same dilemma that we're running in with New World is that Amazon's going to have a vested interest to funnel all of the viewership over to Purple. That's our biggest... That's going to be our biggest dilemma covering any of the games coming out of Amazon. Um, they have a completely understandable... Uh, you know, invested interest in funneling viewership to purple. Um, so anytime Amazon's behind a game, we're going to, we're going to have to consider that. Um, so there's not much we can do about it. Weezy says Sekiro has the best hitboxes. I honestly was thoroughly enjoying Sekiro until Madam Butterfly came back to life. Like, I didn't have issues with the bosses. I didn't have issues with the parrying or any of that. She came back to life and I was like, nah, like, come on. Don't do, don't sucker punch me. Don't you freaking sucker punch me. Don't you do it. A $5 tip from ADJC. What's your opinion on about high populated streamers wanting a BR in Halo Infinite saying it's not going to last in a couple of months without a BR? Yeah, I know Doc said that. Um, I think Doc argues for Doc, right? I think Doc argues for Doc. I think that he is insightful, but it's sometimes I think his insight gets over overridden by by the character and the business. Obviously, it's better suited for him and his business uh, and what he does for it to have a BR. Doc can't make arena exciting. I'm not slamming him, by the way. It's just not the right venue for what he does. It just isn't. It would be like taking... um, I can't think of a good analogy to wrestling, but it would be like taking a professional wrestler and being like, they, they, can't, they can't really switch over to stand-up comedy, right? It's both about entertainment. It's both about being a central figure that everybody's paying attention to. But just because you're a great entertainer at being a wrestler doesn't mean you can be a stand-up comic. I just don't think the venue works for Doc. I don't. I don't think, you know, arena works. Now, apparently, Halo's going to have a BR. I was merely engaging with the the argumentation and the logic of, of Doc, of Guy Beam, saying that Halo won't last without BR, you know. I don't agree with that. I think Halo would have been just fine to be a perfectly fine arena, right? Successful, popular arena. They've got esports companies, uh, esports orgs already behind it. Um, the arena is going to appeal to the hardcore arena, which the numbers show it will be smaller than people think. I don't necessarily think arena is going to have the comeback that I thought it was going to have because I do think, unfortunately, the spectacle has gravitated more towards BR. It's going to be hard to get the audience to care about Arena. 
Um, so Tim and other big guys were saying the same, but you have to understand they're entertainers and they know that they're, they are 10 times more entertaining in an, in a, in a battle royale. I think Tim, the tap man is one of the most like intentional and gifted entertainers in the industry. I think he is. You don't have to like him. There's plenty of stand-up comics out there that are incredibly gifted at what they do, and I don't like them. Tim is gifted, and he knows what the frick he's doing. I think his entertainment value plummets in an arena. It's not his fault. Arenas are, they're too condensed. They're too repetitious. There's no showmanship. There's no moments. There's no <clears throat> There's no build-up to rage explosion. Do you want to know why Tim failing at Fall Guys was so entertaining? Because there's a build-up to it. Build, build, build. Is he going to get first? Is he going to get first? Is he finally going to get his crown? Is he finally going to get a victory? No. And down he falls. He can't, he can't craft that story in an arena. Can't do it. Doc, same thing. You cannot craft that story in an arena. So... Of course, they're going to have a vested interest in being like, it needs a BR. It needs a BR. Player behavior and player communities do not largely take their marching orders from streamers. They don't. I mean, you can look at plenty of games. They get like zero attention from streamers and they have perfectly fine and healthy player bases. So, you know, Halo's longevity and life and, you know, in engagement has, it is not dependent upon BR. It isn't. Will BR help it? If they do it right, yes, it will. It'll help with spectacle. It'll help with showmanship. It'll help with streamers playing it. It doesn't need it. It just really doesn't. I feel like it's forced. It should be the last thing being made. Co-op, multiplayer, forge, then finally BR. They need to make sure um, the game works. I don't disagree, but at the same time, I do disagree. They kind of need something. um, They need something more than just more Halo. If, If they're wanting to be... How do I say this? Like Hilly just said, Timmy and Fall Guys is the perfect example of lightning in a bottle. If they're going to capture lightning in a bottle, they're not going to do it with just more Halo. They need a spark. They need something unprecedented. Halo as you've never seen Halo before. Halo Infinite brings 300 player battle royale. That's your spark. Will it start the fire? Only time will tell. But you ain't getting any sparks with the, with the arena. I think Halo Infinite has massive potential of bringing back the arena and letting arena get up on the stage again. But I don't think that's the same as like what Doc and Tim and other people can bring to a battle royale with respect to showmanship and intrigue. And you have to consider something. People really want more battle royale, whether they admit it or not. I still think to a certain degree Battle Royale has run its course. And when I when I say that, what I mean is it's going to be harder and harder for other Battle Royales to enter the, enter the stage. 
it's going to be harder and harder to enter the landscape of BR and be and be popular. It's just a super, super saturated market, and it's a really, really overbaked cake by now. I think a lot of people have seen and heard BR. Like, okay, I get it. Halo needs a hook. And it could be BR, you know? It could just be what what um, what Staten said in the one trailer. A super tight, well-running, competitive arena shooter. I mean, look at what Valorant did for Frick's sake. Valorant entered a pretty tired genre, a pretty long-standing genre, and look at the success that they've had. You don't need BR to be successful. Like, Valorant is kind of chuckling at Doc's premise, because it's like, what are you talking about? Look how massively successful we've been with a Counter-Strike, Overwatch, Econ, you know, round-based, you know, baby that we birthed. It's just no BR. <laughs> Look at how successful it's been. The, 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 I think the premise is flawed, provably flawed. There's plenty of games that, that can be successful without that. Now, I know what Weezy's going to say. To be fair, it's Riot. Okay, yeah, sure, but... It, it doesn't it doesn't mean three four threes at riot's level to to enter that landscape oh you said it's valorant aimed to be a direct runner for csgo it's basically a flashier csgo sure you know rainbow six siege at a few years prior and still going yeah i think rainbow six siege is another great example of a, of a game that that is that has turned itself around and without any br that now what i am saying does not mean that halo is going to be a super successful arena shooter but what it means is you don't need a br to compete rainbow six siege and valorant entered the landscape super tight super competitive and look look how well they're doing now rainbow six had to go through some iterations and some reworks sure but i am merely interacting with the premise that's like does halo need br no it has one it's probably going to help if they nail the format does it need it? There could be a real potential here for Halo to do what Fortnite couldn't, and that is have the competitive realm so those guys can all hang out and have their super tight competitive arena, and then the BR, they don't have to wrestle with any of those animals. They're like, no, the BR is not meant to be you know for the competitive now I could have it wrong they could really have big plans for the BR to be competitive but look how much these guys play look at the viewership look how much that would drive people to play if it's just fun awesome competitive dope and they could still do tournaments because I'm sure there have been tournaments in Warzone and some of these other BRs but the real tight balanced you know competitive arena could be outside of the BR that was something that Fortnite was always being asked to do and they just weren't interested in it. They had tournaments. They made a ton of money. You know, bug is set for life, right? When he wins the World Cup. But that doesn't mean that they're considering themselves like a competitive BR. So the BR portion of Halo could have tournaments and make big money and big showmanship. But the true competitive, the true tight, you know, balanced section of the game could be in the arena portion. Maybe I haven't paid enough attention to Valorant. It seems like the hype died. No, their player base numbers have been very, very impressive. And they're they're breaking into mobile because... They're probably breaking into mobile because of the PUBG trends in the Asian market, I would assume. Um, so... 
it's very very it's doing i think i think valorant's doing very very well so it just doesn't get the hype and the viewership because it's not a br i think that's a perfect example of how it's out of your frame and out of your radar abe and it's doing just fine why well nobody's playing it that much anymore because you can't drive viewership with a game like that the way you can with a br br is the secret sauce you know Lono pre-reads my posts. I do? I don't think you realize the actual draw that Halo has. I mean, if you're talking to me, I know Halo has draw. Draw and staying power are two very different things. It's like CS. It gets good viewership and crazy viewership with tournaments. That's right. That's right. Not to mention there's a huge vacancy being created in the Asian market. New laws. Mm-hmm. BRs are easier to kind of just kick back and have some laughs. Valorant's sweaty all the time. Yeah, unless you're going to goof off with buds or try a different build or a different character or something. Not different build, but like a different character, different strat. Yeah, you can't really kick back in Valorant. I feel like Lono does baseball symbols when he touches his face in different areas. <laughs> Like secret codes. <laughs> Send messages to. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Like being creature come up with like, you know, hand gestures. Fortnite was never big in China, by the way. No, uh-uh. no. PUBG is insane in that market and call. Yeah. PUBG mobile, Call of Duty mobile. Oh my word busted insane yeah 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 Lono's telling us to steal second I'll come up with like an an elaborate Morse code and it'll just be send (laughs) news oh those are my favorite on reddit like a big elaborate domino set you're like oh this is crazy and then that's what it said (laughs) like come on that's what I mean. To get the numbers Halo once, they need to appeal to all the kids that are strung out on BRs. It's gonna... Uh, yeah, I mean, th- whatever they're coming up with is gonna have to stand apart. It's gonna have to stand apart. Because... Because how else... I don't know. How, how else are you gonna distinguish yourself? If you're just another shooter in a BR, there's gonna have to be... Even their BR is gonna have to have some kind of a hook. You know what I mean? Tournaments gets the viewership? Maybe. Maybe. Halo tournaments might might not get good viewership after the first one. You know what I'm saying? It could Stuff like that can have depreciating returns if it just isn't exciting or it's not built well. You know? I just don't see any arena shooter uh, having any longevity. Lono's telling us to upgrade our memberships. That's right. <laughs> it's it's subliminal. It's subliminal. Six months and done. You'd have it, it's honestly it, it's honestly it, uh, the the real question is, can they keep people coming back with just arena? Because battle royales deal with the same thing. Like, how do you get people to keep coming back? And they use like the challenges and the battle pass and everything else. Um, 
I do think, unfortunately, it's harder to have like a palette for Arena after playing Battle Royale because of the drama, because of the narrative, because of the, um, because of the the repetition. There is something more fresh every time you drop in a BR, right? There's something more fresh about it. There's something not super fresh about jumping into your 20th arena game that day and die, go to that choke point, die, throw a grenade, capture the flag, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? I still think arenas can come back and be super popular because I do think there's a portion of the community out there that's just tired of of BR. There are people that really want there's people in the Destiny community and there's people in the BR community right now that are pining for something that is just competitive, stripped down arena gameplay. Now, like I said, having draw or having something that people want is not the same as longevity. Because they might realize, I don't actually like this anymore. Oh, this is not actually fun to play long term. If you have a good ranking and unranked system and you have a really, really good incentivization system to get people to go into ranked versus unranked, you might pull it off. But again, some people don't know. Like, I always tell people that about uh, about Destiny. Like, give us a playlist with no abilities and just guns. I'm like, you would hate that after like a weekend. You'd be like, I thought I wanted this, but I don't. I thought this was going to be really enjoyable, but it's not. Right? I, I don't think sometimes people necessarily understand what they're always asking for. I think sometimes they're they're asking for something that in concept sounds great. So like I think arena shooters have massive potential for a comeback, a surge in popularity for a few for a few reasons. Number one, I think they would make for better tournament play, right? I think they would make for better tournament play. Um, I think BRs struggle to get good tournament play, showmanship, viewership, whatever. I think arenas are better suited for that. They're better suited for the drama of teams going head-to-head and big breakout plays and big breakout moments. Look at Valorant. Look at CSGO. Like, look at uh, League. And so I, I actually think Arena can come back in that realm. I don't think Arena will necessarily have this surge comeback in player population popularity or streamer popularity because of everything we've just talked about. Do you think a Destiny PvP guy could make Halo content? Wasn't the draw the sort of power fantasy in finding what gun dominates? Halo won't have that. No, Halo will get back to the the spirit of of an arena shooter. Everybody's got the same guns. All is fair. And there you go. Like there is no there is no advantage. You lost because you lost. Right? Valorant is an arena. Valorant has the stakes and thrill that arena lacks because it's tactical. I'm thinking I'm thinking about what you just said. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yes and no. I, I think in the right objective mode, I mean, the, the CSGO the CSGO viewership in tournaments, you know, always did well. And yeah, there was the econ, but it was still, there weren't abilities, right? It was mainly about control, 
control long short with different guns different builds so somebody would grab the sniper somebody would... I mean yeah I, I think that does create a narrative I think I think econ creates a narrative econ and abilities creates an even greater narrative in Valorant and then obviously BRs have an intrinsic narrative just arena gameplay doesn't necessarily have a narrative unless you have a really really tactical objective you gotta pull off CTF or something Halo might be successful on console but on the PC the gameplay is just too slow and clunky yeah I mean you may be cooking up really good ideas right now for Halo can you imagine if Halo mimicked what Valorant does with an econ and weapons and abilities? I don't know. Apex did it. Apex copied it. It hasn't really gone... It hasn't even gone that well. They launched it without ranked, which probably hurt it. I don't know how it's doing now. Apex Arenas. It looked like it just turned into Team Deathmatch most of the time. Um, there could be something there. There could be something there. With Halo's tight gunplay, I don't know. Rounds don't last long. Each round has a potential for plays and adds for the drama, building up to the 13-12 finish, tiebreakers, back and forth, ETC. You have to create an environment where there's tension. Right, right. And arena shooters are, at their core, the foundation that these other games built upon. Right? Good conversation. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna step away just very briefly before we switch gears here. Um, we're gonna switch to some new world gameplay. Just gonna be chilling this afternoon. I'm gonna brainstorm with Creature about how we bring back variety uh, game coverage and new world coverage, as well as playing new games or your video game voting or game requests. New world definitely put all of that stuff on hiatus. That doesn't mean it's gone. We just kind of had to shelve it. Because New World was such a monster for me to dive into day to day. Uh, those things just naturally want a hiatus. I do have a premiere today on Presents. Um, we're just being brutally honest about that channel. Um, we're just being brutally honest about the SNTR Presents channel. You guys are going to have to help us turn the rudder over there. Uh, I, when we spoke with my YouTube partner manager, he's like, you're just going to have to get the audience to absolutely throw themselves at the content to support it because... We're trying to turn the rudder on the channel to be non-gaming content, and it's going to be really slow, and the slowness um, will be a little bit better and more manageable and predictable if we get people to really help. Um, I ordinarily don't say this. I'm like, this is what I'm covering. This is how we're doing it. Hopefully you like the show and support the show, but on Presents we got to have you guys kind of believe and back the vision of what we're going for over there. It's not going to be easy. Um, just think every time you watch a video over there and help that channel turn the rudder you know you're fighting a good fight against an unjust ban and attack on my family so um, maybe think of it in that way so I will be right back and uh, then we'll shift some gears here okay
sorry, chat. Uh, kids are wanting to show me some stuff. They got some toys out of these bat, like the little prize bags or whatever they are. They uh, were very excited last night. We had like lots of candy that they were able to get from uh, Halloween, but they also um, were very excited to get like toys. Some of the houses, it's actually cool that people do this. They give you the option to not get candy because sometimes with my daughter's allergy, she like knows all the candy to ask for because she has her egg allergy, but sometimes you just have to take a toy instead. All right. We're switching to gameplay, which I'll just have to switch to this scene, I guess. Um, we try to keep these under three hours. We're not going to today. Alright. Oh, yeah, the p- edit- edibles being given away. It's like, ain't nobody giving away their edibles, dude. <laughs> ain't nobody giving away their edibles. Um, we could probably keep it under 301, though. Alright, that's where we're going, and the redirect has been working very well. Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. If you missed the live broadcast and you're watching the past broadcast, this is going to be some more New World gameplay. We covered New World this morning on my talk show, and we basically argued that the game is not broken. Uh, it does have problems and things that they need to address, but I essentially argued that the game is in actually a pretty good spot, and the player base is healthy, and the engaged player base being angry is a sign of health. Uh, and if you missed that talk show, you can go back and watch it. And uh, the the gameplay in the afternoon 